Criterion creeps are coming with Jared and RJ from Renoir to Kurosawa and everything along the way. Highbrow, lowbrow, they won't stop until the This is the Criterion Creeps Podcast. I'm Jared Duncan. RJ Maylock. And we're just two guys who have no other choice now but to creep our way through the Criterion Collection one spine number at a time in order of release. This week, we're giving our podcast we built through great force of violence, only to give it to our sons. <laughs> that was a mistake. As we watched Spine 316 in the Criterion Collection, Akira Kurosawa's Ran from 1985. But first, RJ. Yeah. How are you? Fine. Good. I see you uh you brought a friend this week. Well, uh I, I'm I'm proud to announce that uh after many trades, many acquisitions and many um you know losses, we have finally been able to acquire the Sugarhead for the podcast here. So uh, I'll just uh, pass it over to him and let him uh, do his greetings however he sees fit. How we doing fellas? Uh it is Sugarhead. Um, been uh, looking forward to this day. Some have said all my life, uh, but yeah, more more like just for the past couple of years. But you know, uh, it's an honor to be here, honor and a privilege. Looking forward to uh, chatting some movies with you. Well, my my first question, uh, Sugarhead, is coming from last week was have you purchased your batman 227 yet and why not oh i i have not because it is so expensive um, it's not that I, it's not I, that bad it's an think of it as an asset class you know you're, you're investing in your future like like a like bonds and gold and yeah crypto you know, kids love crypto this is this crypto? is bat, this is batman this is like an nft with batman um Exact, exactly not like that because okay. you actually you get to hold the real thing but it is fungible it can fungus is that yeah. what that means yeah is uh, that what non-fungible means 100 percent. but couldn't like those files actually go away though uh um, they just can't I mean, fungus? if you don't have the internet some people don't well i mean I, you I probably hear... you should you should stay away from those nfts if you don't got internet Okay. Some people got to go to the public library to use the internet. They don't have their own computer. This is true. You know what I mean? No. Uh, Reese, are you at the internet cafe right now? I am deep in the internet cafe. Hmm. Um, How's it smell? So my connection might drop out periodically, but that uh, that seems to be nothing new uh, with the Criterion Free Skype connection. Um, it's, you know. it's, it's about right. That's it's, what, it's we're, a, that's what a, we're striving for. A ghoul, a ghoul, right? That's a ghoul. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. He is the Skype demon. Yeah, he. Well, he's. We we have to state too. He is. He is copyrighted by Blumhouse, but Blumhouse <laughs> also has. They must have shares in Skype. I think is the thing, but uh, he does operate primarily through Skype. Like it's his preferred. Right. Haunt, I guess, is the <laughs> Skype world. 
But uh, yeah, if, if you don't drop out at some point in the call, to be honest, I don't know if you're getting the full creep experience. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Because we strive to have mediocre content being put out onto the internet for mediocre <laughs> consumption. I, I had to think about how to phrase okay. that for a second. Yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Consumption is what I went with. Smooth. <laughs> so how, how much is that Batman comic? Like 200 bucks? It's like $300 US. US. And like, Ooh, shit. so that's like, I don't know. How many creep donias is that? $700 Canadian. Like, because yeah. I keep hearing about how inflation is happening. So, mm-hmm. so I mean, that's that's a ton of money. It could be if we used yeah. money. In, cre- in creeps, in the creeps, though, we don't really use that kind of currency. We have a barter system. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, com- uh, commodities for services. You know what uh-huh. I mean? Some, we podcast, and that gives us uh, just some light services. Mm-hmm. but uh yeah that's kind of that's a lot of money do you have it at showcase Jarrett, at the place of uh no work no well, how's he supposed to get it <laughs> you don't even have it at your store he's gonna have to, he's gonna have to get internet first yeah, i'm and, gonna and... have to find a stranger on the internet mm-hmm. yeah so uh, you're gonna make reese go to the public library use one of their internet cafes so he can order one of these things on the internet yep. seems rude and then maybe get it even oh what it, do you think you would get lost in the mail? Mm-hmm. Fall off the back of a truck. Lost. Mm. What if you put insurance on the package? Would that make it? Uh, it there's, there's no guarantees in life. Mm. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. So anyways. Anyways. Uh... Well, so I, I got a question. Mm-hmm. Um, so how, how do RJ and Sugarhead know one another? I don't know if we've ever outright said uh, never that we did know each other. I, oh, wow! Well, I mean, on on the podcast, I, I don't know if oh, that's I think been so. said before. I, I think it's been. Uh, I think people have been able to figure these things out. Do you have oh, like I... uh, like private eyes and like uh, sleuths out there putting these things together? No, not not with our uh, budget. That's oh uh, no, it's it's just rob english unless yeah unless it's on wikipedia that's we don't know what's going on or if there's a criterion (laughs) essay about sugarhead i don't know anything yeah yeah uh yeah sugarhead fanfic is booming it is it is if you go to the creeps subreddit man there is a lot of Sugarhead stuff in there what's slash jared what does that mean uh it's the sensual kind of slash or of a fanfic slash fic Oh, Jared. Jared. <laughs> Come on. Wow, it's like stereo. <laughs> Come on. The, the, uh, the, the, the disappointment. Well, So you went to uh, Catholic school together, right? Yeah, we did. See, I can tell. I can, I can tell the, the discomfort around sex. <laughs> it's, not, it's, never, it's not to be mentioned or seen. <laughs> Neither seen nor yeah. heard. Do you know yeah. what I mean? We're not talked about after the fact. Mm-mm, as evidenced mm-mm. by some institutions. Uh, yeah, I was just uh, before that, I was going to say it's one of those rare occurrences where someone is actually a little bit more on my side of the spectrum than the Jarrett side. Usually there's a lot of Jarrett's in here talking about all sorts of fluids and stuff, and it's uh, problematic to say the least. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, 
yeah do you want to i don't i don't know if you want to talk about it uh well, I mean, or... yeah i mean um i suppose uh rj and i are both uh as he says on the spectrum and yep. uh that is yep. <laughs> some end um, of some spectrum is yeah like some spectrum. sort of a, a continuum from jared to rj but yeah we uh yep. we went to high school together um with other friend of the show um Brian Nagel, Esquire. Esquire, um, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've known each other for quite some time. And then um, one day RJ was like, hey, I'm starting a podcast. It's about movies. And I was like, I like movies. And he's like, you like Criterion movies? And I was like, <laughs> ah, I mean, we'll see. Take and it or leave it. 316 movies to, uh, to make it. But, but I'm here now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah yeah i think uh that's it's a pretty good little uh summary of it so yeah we did go to a high school together and um uh we actually went shared some university classes together too where uh, some wild things happened uh even friend of the show ryan nagel was in some of those classes as well uh we laughed we cried and uh we grew together like it's little true. women Jarrett. like that movie that you like much like little women much, much like little women we were like hungry men we were hungry men or big men big men yeah big boys big boys (laughs) big ride boys the big ride boys haven't been mentioned in a long time but that's uh, true yeah it's been a while big ride boys well, Frank Solano, I think, rightfully has left the pod, uh, has not emailed in because it seems like he is uh, moving on with his life, which is good. It's good. Yeah, he's he's so, he's doing good things out there. I I have a question about that. He put out a call for um, prompts for mm-hmm. um, like, oh. what should I draw? I remember this. Yeah. I remember. Yeah, this. I'm publicly. I'm gonna publicly call him out because good. I posted a comment on there. Um, that was Jay Leno, just like any Jay Leno, not like denim Jay Leno or car Jay Leno. It could be any kind of Jay Leno. And the people went wild. I think there was like five or six likes on that. Five or which six? That wow. yeah, people huge. Were, were into it. Yep. Um, and then he, he just like went off and drew like, <laughs> I, I think like Goku or something. And I was like, That's well, not this Jay Leno. This isn't Jay Leno. Like, where's the chin, man? Like, mm-hmm. but, yeah. Well, yeah, because Reese was messaging me, too. And he's like, you seeing this? You hearing this? You guys seeing this thing? You hearing about this? He's not doing Jay Leno. And I think uh, I think you even give it, did a big solid to Frank Solano because you gave him the autonomy to decide what brand of Jay Leno he could do. Like you exactly. said, it wasn't Leather Daddy uh, or Denim Daddy Jay Leno. It wasn't Car <laughs> Jay Leno. You gave him that freedom. And, uh, yeah, those five, six people out there, uh, they want to know. They want accountability for mm-hmm. this. Yeah. Uh, so it's a, it's a big thing. It's an important thing. And, um, you know, Frank, if you're still listening, we want that Jay Leno. We want it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I was going to say, too, um, so now that it's out there that uh, Reese and I have known each other for a long time, do you – do you want to? Do we want to address the sugarhead thing, or should What's we just the, leave that in in no, mysterious? That, that's forever? I mean, I mean, I don't even know. So I mean, just uh, leave that as a mystery. Okay. Okay. I mean, yeah. we, we could we could talk about it. I well, I don't really mind. Um, mm. That's cool. 
we, so, uh, we could have a contest. Um, oh. <laughs> people can write in why someone would be named Sugarhead. A big sugary uh, bastard. Um, great idea, uh, maybe. I mean, some of the stuff people would write might be, like, real gross. Um, what, I'm fine whatever with that. that thing I, he was talking about I'm earlier, fine, that I'm, slash stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, he's got U2 and Catholic school. Man, I don't know. It writes hey, itself. you know... You know that's just like your opinion, man. Mm-hmm. Just, like, I mean, it's up to you, Reese. If you wanna, if you wanna save it, uh, we can get people to email in next week when you're gone. Actually, this would, we fucked it all up. We should have had people email in this week so that they could have guessed why we called you Sugarhead while you were here. But uh, you know, this is we a free podcast. I'll write it afterwards and reply. That's well, cool. Yeah, beautiful. Whatever uh, gets the people going, you know. Oh yeah! Gotta tell well, you, you know. boys, just just this very minute, this very minute, we got our second email because uh, the the mailbag was uh, looking a little uh, sparse this week. Sparse, eh? No. Well, what happened? There was a there was a big push for like two three weeks in a row where people were trying to hit that ten because I won't I will only go on when we get ten. You mm-hmm. know that, reason. yeah. And uh, I think what was the closest we got seven, maybe eight. Well, there was one time. One time years ago, yeah. But uh, recently, uh, we haven't been not even close. That's before we alienated everyone. How did we alienate everyone? Just being so damn good. Ah, we're just (laughs) just too damn good. Mm -hmm. Too damn good. So, uh, anyways, what's going on with you, Reese? Do you want to? uh, What's what's happening in your world this week? Uh, man. Uh, well, I mean. Last week, there was a nice little vacation where I got to watch some movies. Not so much a vacation as a, a day off for uh, Remembrance Day. Ooh. Mm-hmm. So, so that was uh, nice to have a little break. Jeez, mm-hmm. um, what else has been going on? Uh, well, it has snowed here in the town in which we all live. Mm-hmm. Um, so. That's that's something of note as well. So people are uh, back to driving poorly. Um, <laughs> well, that that never went that, away. That never stopped. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it just turns out know. driving badly in the snow is actually a much worse idea. Yeah. 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 Um, man, I don't know what else. Um, just been like, uh, you know, that uh, that Taylor Swift. That new album that came out, that new old album. You gave that a spin, RJ's did you? a big you? Taylor Swift guy. Yeah, actually, uh, my buddy Hot Cam, he is actually a he's a legitimate <laughs> big Taylor Swift guy. Uh, so uh, if I hang out with Hot Cam, sometimes he's got Taylor Swift going. So uh, I, I'm not I'm not uh, I'm not against it. She's got some uh, yeah. she's got some tunes. Yeah. Uh, well, the only thing I learned this week, uh, according to Twitter, is that she's an apologist for white supremacy. Uh, any thoughts on this? Well, uh, I retract my previous statement <laughs> about listening to Taylor Swift as okay. this has just crossed my desk. Um, that, that seems <laughs> this just problematic. In. Oh, it, problematic. I'm, I'm sure it is for some. Point. I think it's in, I think it's important to note that this is the character of Sugarhead, which is oh. <laughs> created for the podcast Correct. and not the actual representations of Reese, the real human. It's a character. Yes. Because Sugarhead loves Taylor Swift. 
exactly. the real guy, not so much. Not so much. I should mention too, since we got that out of the way, I did see that Alex Jones was uh, found guilty on all five accounts of his slander act, which he was trying to use the case that he was a character for his no, TV show. No, I think you're confusing things. I think you're confusing things. Is that a different thing? Yeah, that was uh, custody. That was a custody thing. This uh-huh. th- this was like uh, him uh, talking about Sandy Hook being a oh. <laughs> false flag operation. Uh, I, oh. I, I, I think he never even showed up. And so he was... Okay. Yeah, so... Gotcha. Uh, or something like that. No, that, yeah, separate Alex Jones uh, court uh, dates. Gotcha. Uh, you're confused. It's so it's so hard. I know to keep track of like Alex Jones in in court again for being terrible. Yeah, it's just there's so much there's so much to can to mm-hmm. take in. I know yeah. how much you admire him, but hey, I, another one of your uh, heroes, uh, Mel Gibson. I, I heard that uh, mm. he's going to be a. Uh, uh, behind the camera and in front, I suppose, for Lethal Weapon 5. Uh, that's what I heard. That's what I heard. Um, I got to say, uh, I am I feel privileged to live in a time where... <laughs> you are uh, very privileged, RJ. Where we can get a, a fifth installment of Lethal Weapon, and not just a fifth installment, but one directed by Mel. Do you think Chris Rock will re- uh, reprise his role from the last film? Uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I kind of forgot that he was in that movie. Which I did see in theater, and yeah, that was probably the first time I really, really thought about leaving a theater. It's, it's very, very few films where I'm like, I, I want to go, yeah. I, want, I want to be away from here. Have a uh, Reese? Have you ever left a movie before? Before um, it ended? No, but I did work at a movie theater um, hmm. when Which... I was in grade ten. Yeah, so we would have been in high school, and I worked yeah. at a movie theater, and people would come out of the movie theater, like, when they were watching, uh, like, I remember The Happening was on, that M. Night yeah. Shyamalan movie. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. And a uh, lot of people left that one. Fair play to them. That's a terrible mm-hmm. movie. But they would come out, and they'd be mad, and they were like, I want a refund for that movie. And it's like, well, I mean, you... You kind of like it's buyer beware, right? You uh, mm. you knew what you were getting into. This has Mark Wahlberg in it. It's kind of a bad show. Well, also like there, I feel like they're going after you. It's like you didn't make the movie. You're not John Paramount. Like, yeah, see, that's yeah. that's so, how... I am fifteen. I, I yeah. can't think <laughs> well, about this. That's not an excuse. That's not an excuse. <laughs> Give me my money back. <laughs> you got a job? Pay me. Hey. I, at that point, I was only authorized to issue <laughs> popcorn and pop. So, mm, yeah. yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Wow. Yeah. I, what were you going to say, Jared? If I was going to, like, I don't know. If I made the poor decision of seeing like, a really wretched piece of crap movie, uh, it's on me. You know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to ask for my money back. It's kind of like, well, that sucked. Uh, And then move on with my life. Just like, (laughs) I am entitled to this refund. It's like, nah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, it's like if you, if you like order food and you eat the entire plate and then you complain and you're like, this food (laughs) sucked ass. And it's just like, but you ate it all. I've seen that happen in real life. You ever like sent something back at a restaurant? Like, I feel like that's just like. Like if I send it back, is definitely coming back with like spit on it, right? So like, it's it's coming. If you're back. lucky, spit. Yeah. If you're lucky, I I uh, I actually I think one time I almost did, but it was something like 
I think I ordered like a cheeseburger and they brought me like fettuccine or something like that. Like it was, it wasn't that they got the, like that there was something wrong with it. It was a completely wrong thing. And I was like, uh, and I almost, I think I just ate it anyways. I was just like, this isn't what I wanted. And then I think halfway yeah. through, they're like, they're like, oh my God, you didn't order fettuccine. I was like, yeah, I know. And they're like, we'll just give it to you for free. And I was like, okay, mm-hmm. I just ate it anyways. But Eat. I was so there afraid. Yeah, so afraid. I was like, I can't send food back. I was like, no way. They're gonna get me. Well, I get it. I think it does does depend though on what the issue is. I think that yeah. I think a person in the kitchen might be like, oh fuck, I have to make this over. Like, if they have to, like, they screwed up. I don't think they'll be as hostile. But if your like complaint is uh, minor or some of like that, I think that's when you start incurring the wrath of the uh, back yeah. of the house. Mm. Well, yeah, it's like if you're like no peanuts, I'm allergic, and they bring you out a peanut buster parfait. You might be like, guys, <laughs> I wish I could. Don't why are you trying? Really? I know you're trying to kill me, but uh... like you guys have truly missed the mark here. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I mean, it's it's a big thing. It's a big thing. So I I haven't ever sent food back, but uh, that's because I have deep fear of. Uh, reprisal from the kitchen staff are, are, yeah are you okay with a little bit of hair in your food uh i mean it's like say it's, it's like a, it's an eye say it's like, like yeah say it's like an sure. eye i say it's like an eyelash <laughs> yeah i would just what i would do is like i would make a clean cut like a little bit too generous where it's like if it was just on the side i'd go about an inch in and i and i'd maybe just move it over to the side because you know hair is you can breathe in here just walking by people. I'm, it's happened to me a couple times. So. <laughs> what, Does that mean I what, like it? No. What are you, what are you doing? <laughs> Sniffing? Well, I'm going to unpack that. Yeah. Jeez, <laughs> I'm sorry. There's dudes I work with who got incredibly hairy shoulders. And sometimes what? they're walking by and there's hair flying everywhere. They're Does shedding? This never happened to you? What the? Are like, like, so there's like dander and just shedding? Yeah. Some guys are Their bodies are falling apart. And you're just walking by. Minding your own yeah. business, and it's just like there's a fan, and it's just circulating these like it's like pig pen from peanuts, and it's just these clouds of hair, and they're finding their way up your nose. Yeah, fair, fair play, fair play. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. yeah, wow. This is. I uh, mean, if anyone, if you if you don't, if you think it hasn't happened to you, you just didn't know it did. I guarantee it's happened to everyone in the world. I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say every single person on Earth has inhaled hair that isn't theirs. So. I, I, I don't. I don't know if the context will be the same. <laughs> it might not be. I mean, if you were like lived in like the Arctic up north, like it might not be people hair, but it's probably like hair from like you know a, a hood or something from polar bears. Could be. Could be. They're yeah. The polar bears are drinking a Coca Cola. They're shedding mm-hmm. their hair because that sugar's just rotting out their their bones. You know. Don't talk about him. He's right here. Oh, well, I mean, yeah, that's a, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Big sugar. So, anyways. Well, anyways. Well, uh, well I, I welcome. Like so, so we have he no idea. Mention his new haircut. Is it new? What? I don't know. The last time I saw him, his hair was a lot longer. So. Oh yeah, I did have a lot longer hair. Um, I got a cut. Wow. Um, you know, they they opened up. Uh, <laughs> barbershop spots and stuff yeah because yeah. um, uh apparently like covid was over for like six weeks and then enough for fundraising en- enough for you some know. fundraising yeah. opportunities yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> so yeah. yes anyways i just wanted to get that in before i forgot i mean i think jared you were saying something oh 
nothing. I guess like yeah. So write right into Gmail uh, and let, mm-hmm. let them let them know what you think uh, uh, the origin of Sugarhead is. Yeah, I is, mean, is, I is he a Dick? A he could just be a Dick Tracy villain. Uh, I mean, kind of, like his head was a, a warhead, like the candy or something. Uh-huh. Is that what you mean, Jared? Yeah. Like that yeah. kind of dick. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you remember okay. warheads? The candies? Vaguely, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I, I bet Sugarhead would remember. I, I remember going to the Ramada, the uh, hotel with the wave pool, and they had that candy store, and they had warheads there, and that's where I always was getting warheads. When oh, you're dripping sure. wet from the pool, and you're like in this place where people work, and you're just like getting water all over this, this snacks. Aww. Disgusting. I, really, I feel bad for them because that was like also a hotel mm-hmm. where people <laughs> would like go for business. And then mm-hmm. there was like just kids running around soaking wet. <laughs> you could stop over by like, Mad Hatter's. <laughs> yeah, I, mm-hmm. I mean, it was just that was chaos. <laughs> and like, yeah. So I, I didn't do this intentionally, but because my mind just drifted to it. Everyone's heard Jarrett's infamous Robin Williams uh, taking a dump in the comic store. Yeah, story. Everyone's heard that. Everyone's heard that one before. We've mentioned it a few times. Uh, but one time, actually, uh, my nephew, he was a little guy, and he ran out in the parking lot, and a car stopped because it almost hit him, and Robin Williams got out. It was the same time he was in town that weekend. So I'm my nephew... The only one who didn't see Robin Williams? Uh, I, I wasn't there. I, 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 I See, I didn't I, see him my either. My family just told me this. Yeah, and I don't oh. think Jared heard. He just... Oh, I thought you were there, Jared. No, no, no. I was not. I heard about it afterwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. But, well, that makes me feel better. I, yeah. I I wasn't there. My nephew, who was like three, he doesn't even remember this happening. So he he doesn't know. Tragic. Jeez. Yeah. But my huh. sister did see LL Cool J in the Walmart when he was here f- filming Rollerball. So that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. I'm pretty swick. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, uh, if anyone was interested in what Creepsville is all about, that's what <laughs> that's what we got going it's on. It's about celebrity appearances from decades ago. <laughs> Yeah, well, no one's ever come back. Well, what's uh, isn't like the Mandalorian like apparently sleeping here? Uh, well, he might like right now. Apparently. Oh, I thought they were in Canmore. I saw him when well, I was. Uh, well, yeah, I'm not sure what the. I think maybe when they were shooting uh, down the road, I think they yeah. probably were staying in uh, Creepsville. Uh, knowing Actually, he, and he and he probably didn't even know he was staying in Creepsville. I think they had trailers out where they were or something, but all of the crew was staying in Westbridge. Uh, they told me that because okay. I when I was well, driving that's what home they at that's like what they that's what they told they you. By. Yes, that's true. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I saw him from. Uh, he was inside a car. I saw him from like fifty yards away. Is that a cool story? That's pretty cool. V- very nice. Very I saw nice. him. Wow. Well, would you, uh, gents, like to hear some emails? Females? Yes. Emails, RJ. Emails. <laughs> just as good. Just as good. Okay. Yeah. All right. What do you got? First up, we've got Justin Peterson. Ooh, baby. Uh, with an email entitled Chaos Week. Hmm. Hey, Jer- RJ and Sugarhead, what's happening? Creeps, mm-hmm. you have officially reached one of my favorite films in the collection, Ran. And I wish I was joining you all, but I have a feeling we are in for some extra we are in some extra sweet hands. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean I mean it's true. 
it's, it's all true. Extra sweet hands. This is a lot of Confirmed. capture. Yeah, yeah it is. Don't mess it up. <laughs> Uh, hopefully, Jarrett will not require any sweetening after how bitter he has been on Kurosawa this year. Well, time will tell. Time will tell. Mm -hmm. I admit the first time I ever saw Ran, I dozed off due to how slow of a start it has. But I kept waking up and seeing these epic shots of an army on a mountain, so I knew I needed to give it another chance. Watched it the following day and was blown away and loved it even more the next time I saw it. The planets must have aligned because did you notice the 4K Steelbook of Rand hit shelves this week? Uh, huge. All I know is uh, when I went looking for a trailer for this, I saw the trailer for uh, this release, the 4K trailer, and I was like, mm -hmm. God damn, this one looks so much better than the version that's on Prime right now. I mean, it's I'm not going to all lie. the All the pixels. I I've, I'm very upfront on record of not knowing the difference. I watched this on Prime and I thought it looked fine. No. I, I wouldn't have been able to tell if it was 4K. <laughs> Instead of watching Ran as well, I finally checked out Future Creep in the Realm of the Senses. JD, does RJ have any idea of what he is in store for Spine 466? I'm not going to be alive by then. We yeah. all know that. That episode could be even bigger than Salo. Oh, God. What? Um, well, all Is that know, true? All I know, I, I haven't seen it, but I do know that mm. Justin Peterson uh, wrote about it today, and I think he said he wouldn't touch it with a six-inch pole. So I was like, interesting. A six-inch pole? <laughs> six-inch pole. Huh. Weird. Mm-hmm. Interesting. That sounds like a Jarrett thing. Yeah. Uh, how about how about you, uh, Sugarhead? Do you know about pixels? What, like 4K of yeah, pixels? A hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. Mm. No, I don't. I don't even know what that is. I I thought <laughs> I thought 1080P was like the I thought we the crop. Peaked. Yeah, I thought we mm. peaked with that, and then we just kept adding numbers to the end of tvs and stuff mm -hmm. so um it is high definition like what what's better than that what, what's higher than high nothing ultra definition supreme supreme definition it's, it's if we're lucky it's coming yeah also my eyes aren't that good so like come on uh you, i think that's fair you people yeah. What are you people even doing on a movie podcast? What, like, I'm supposed to watch everything in 8K? Eventually. I'm, I, Eventually. I'm here for the movie, not the, not the pixels. Remember, remember when, uh, remember when uh, Peter, remember when Peter Jackson was trying to pull a fast one on us with his uh, frames per second? And he was like, mm. nah, the Hobbit's supposed to look like that. And you're like, no, it looks, yeah, that, like, that it looks like shit. That, that really sucks. Yeah. Um, but that, that's not to do with how many pixels there are. It's just how fast they're moving. I know, but, but it is, it's in the grouping of okay. <laughs> uh, scams. Cause I noticed that it's been abandoned completely. Yeah. But like, and rightfully so. It sucks. Yeah. You know, like a, a 4k thing, like if, if I got a 4k Blu-ray, that would be really nice. But like, if I only have an HD TV, well, you're, you're too busy uh, not buying Batman comics. I mean, yeah, how the hell am I going to do that? <laughs> Can't do both. And uh, we didn't even talk about the Gundams. 
Oh, we can oh. we can get to Gundam. That's got, fun. Oh, all right, yeah. fine. There's gonna there, there's some Gundam news this week. Jared. Okay, did we'll you get, not know? I did not. So we'll get there. Mm. We'll get there. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, uh, sugar, have you seen uh, Salo? No, I just like making Good. memes about it. Okay, <laughs> that's a, that might be for the best. Yeah, I yeah. I think. I, I don't know. You you could surprise me, Sugarhead, but I feel like um I feel like you and me have uh for the most part pretty similar movie tastes and I don't think you would like it in the same way that I didn't like it. It goes against okay. our Catholic upbringing. <laughs> in pretty in yeah. some pretty harsh ways. Mm-hmm. All right. But anyways, goat movie question of the week. Uh-huh. So I watched Step Brothers this week and it is official. I really don't like it, but Ooh. I do like John C. Riley in general. What are your favorite movies of his? Do you remember that he was in The Perfect mm-hmm. Storm? I know that he was in Chicago. He was. Which is one of Jarrett's favorite films. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's great. Here? Great. It's a great movie. <laughs> so John C. Riley, eh? Yeah. Let J- me see here. It's Dr. Steve Brule himself. Dr. Steve Brule. I mean, he's, uh, he's, he's pretty awesome in the Tim and Eric movie as uh, Taco. That is, yeah, absolutely sleeper pick. Is mm-hmm. He's Taquito. Taquito, that's it, yeah, Taquito. He, he is really sick. Oh, he's, <laughs> he's, he's so ill. I, uh, I haven't seen that. Who's but Taco? I, I like what I'm hearing. Oh, Taco is uh, from the league, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 yeah Taco's the stepbrother or the brother or something like that. Yeah, he's yeah. uh, what's it? Oh, fuck. Like, anyway, it doesn't it doesn't matter what that guy's name is. John Geron. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, I knew it. You know what? I'm gonna say this might surprise people. I'm gonna go with Walk Hard: The Dewey Cox Story. Oh, that movie's very so, nice. That movie's terrible. I, I'm going with it. I, I like it, and uh, I like John C. Riley in it, and I'm going to stick to it. I don't care what you say, Jerry. That's my pick. It's on me, okay. and I'm going to wear it. Uh, yeah, what about you, Suge? So, I, I actually... I, when I say that, I feel like uh, Rogue in uh, X-Men. Like Suge? Suga. <laughs> she, calls she, calls Suga. Suga? she calls everybody Suge. She's mm-hmm. so Southern. Hmm. <laughs> so <But yeah. laughs> uh i actually in the last week oh i see yeah. that, that he was in he did. wasn't like really yeah. prominently in it i it's, watched the it, thing that, mind. Yeah. that movie's an um, ensemble yeah like john travolta's in it george clooney's in it for a little bit and you're like whoa all right um i think probably like in terms of John C. Riley starring in a movie, doing good stuff. I think I'm gonna go Hard Eight. That's uh, probably that, uh, probably my pick on that. It's a good one. When his uh, matches start on fire in his pocket, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's pretty magical. Very good. There's so many, there's so many good picks though because he's, he's. I mean, a, like, any Mag, of the... Magno, Magnolia. Well, Magnolia yeah. is the the showcase. Is anybody going to take? Holmes and Watson. I thought about it, but okay. I think I'm going to stick with uh, Walk Hard. Yeah. Okay. Just for now. Just for now. Yeah. Or maybe Cyrus. 
You guys remember Cyrus, right? I, I, yeah, it's a good I, show. It's yeah. a good show. Apparently, I gave Cyrus. I, 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 I gave it four stars. That wasn't that Cyrus? long ago. Yeah. Really? I must have really liked it. Do you not remember it at this <laughs> not, like now? Not really, but I must have really liked it. Shit. <laughs> okay, big Cyrus boy over here. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. who knew? I, see, I haven't seen Terry. Is that a Terry Fox biopic? No, this is Terry with an eye. Damn. He actually now, just bear with me for a second for non-Canadians out there. John C. Riley would actually make it an okay Terry Fox. He's way too old, but his hair is kind of what Terry Fox's hair looked like. It's all about the hair. Uh, yeah, it's a little, depending on the length. Depending on the length, it's kind of similar. It's mm. kind of similar. So, um, how, how do we feel about uh, Step Brothers? I feel like this is, I this, love this, this is a contentious issue to not to not be a big fan. Yeah, I like uh, it. Yeah, I I like uh, I like Step Brothers. I'm not afraid to say it. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. <laughs> I I'm with you. I think it's a pretty good show. Is what I would say. Uh huh. Pretty good show. I saw it in theaters. I loved it. Uh, yeah. I I think I've seen it a few too many times now. Where I probably it'll be a couple of years before I watch it again because I need some time. But uh, I I always like Step Brothers. Yeah, and I never saw anything wrong with it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think the appeal for the movie, because I, I didn't watch it for a really long time. Like, when it came out, I never saw it in theater. And I waited a long time because I was like, ah, oh, this is it's probably going to be really disappointing. Because I think that the cast, I mean, Will Ferrell and John C. Riley, uh, they look a lot alike. And I think it's mm-hmm. um, it's like, this is going to be incredible. Like, these guys should be stepbrothers. <laughs> and it's like, this movie's mm-hmm. got to deliver. So I, t- I took a very long time to get around to it. And when I did, I thought it was pretty funny. It's got some some good jokes. Mm-hmm. I just remember the trailer oh, yeah. of uh, I think uh, Will Ferrell burying uh, John C. Riley alive, which I don't even mm-hmm. know if this actually is in the movie or if that's just in the trailer. It's not. Yeah, yeah, just too dark, too dark. I guess for uh, yeah. for American audiences, they, they can't mm-hmm. they can't take that in their comedies. A man burying another man alive. <laughs> I mean, they they do way worse stuff on like CSI and like. Mm-hmm. Uh, like SVU and stuff like that. Those are yeah. those shows, shows have way, way grosser shit in them than Step Brothers could, and way more disturbing. Yeah. No. To, to quote the, uh, I think you should leave. There's way worse stuff on the local news. Um, and <laughs> did you know that John C. Riley was almost cast as Jimmy McNulty on The Wire? That's my John C. Riley fun fact. He like. Whoa. They wanted him, and that would have been a goofy show. That would have been that, very, that would have been a pretty different show. Yeah, I had never. I've never heard that before. That is wild. I'm, I'm not making that up. I believe you 100. percent I because uh, I I only finished The Wire like a year ago or something. It took me like four years to finish the last season for you know whatever reason. Uh, but uh, yeah, that that would have been a wildly different show. Oh yeah, wild. Oh, speaking of John C. Riley, he he's in Licorice Pizza. Uh, I see that, which is getting nothing but good news. What, what a shock! Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. not news. Good buzz. Does anybody uh, know where we can get that? I, I I can't watch that, but people on Letterboxd are reviewing it, and it's like, how did you guys see this? I they, I they, don't know. They well, they probably have podcasts of their own, and they've got. 
they've got real contacts. We 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 don't do a podcast. This is this is fake. <laughs> there isn't. We we actually just send you these files personally, mm-hmm. and all these all these people who write in, they're not real. None of it's real. I- my biggest, the thing that I want most to happen is that Jared has been doing this for years and years, and then one day the camera zooms out and he's just talking to an, just to a blank wall, and he's like, "Let's read some emails today, guys." And none of us have existed, none of us mm. at all. Oh, yeah. So this is a shared it's, delusion, it's is all, what I mean. It's been a wild ride. Ian RJ yells cut, and that's the movie. Mm-hmm. We got it. We got it. Got it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I, that, I I would end it like that. That'd be beautiful. <sighs> Truly. R- really beautiful. Yeah. Foodie question of the week. Mm-hmm. With this being an extra sugary episode, how would you rate the top Ooh. breakfast cereals of, of all time? Oh, it's a link. Oh, shit. Okay, hold up. Hold up. I'm going to send it What's... to you. you. What a oh, link? There's What's... a list of them. There's a list. Uh, I was gonna. I I thought we were just gonna be allowed to go rogue here. I think I might free, still do free, that. Also, you could sell yeah. free, free ball it. Here we go, Mister yeah. Breakfast dot com, greatest all time breakfast cereals. How do I click on that? Oh, go to oh. the chat and then it'll. Okay. Uh... There you go. <laughs> okay, whatever this is, it's complete horseshit because I have no idea what Quisp is. And there's oh, no yeah. way it's number this? one. Okay, well, we'll focus on the ones that we do, like concentrate cereal. Concentrate hey, cereal and crumbles. <laughs> joke. What is MrBreakfast.com. That's, that's ridiculous. Okay, well, let's focus on what we do know. Frosted Flakes. Everyone knows those weird orange crusty things. Doused I like Frosted sugar. Flakes, but number two, they are not. Yeah, not even close. Yeah. Uh, corn Flakes. Mm-mm. We're, we're special K on this, this, this Kellogg's propaganda. <laughs> special K is way down at the bottom where it deserves to be. Oh, that's good. Uh, Cheerios. Not even Honey Nut. What is this horse shit? Cat, cat Pin Crunch. Mm-hmm. All-time How, banger. Cr- grape Nuts. <laughs> I have seen Grape Nuts cereal. It's uh, heavily consumed by old people. Okay. Old people. Yes. Uh-huh. Old people love grape nut cereal, just like puffa puffa rice. Yeah, old people also like puffa puffa rice. I've seen that somewhere. Well, there's hun, there's your honey nut Cheerios. There's no way, there's no way people are eating normal Cheerios over honey nut, unless they are babies. No. Yeah, there's, Uh, yeah, no one goes into the store and is like, I'm gonna get some plain Cheerios. Mm -hmm. Nope. No Mm -hmm. way. Yeah, I don't, I don't buy it, Jared. What else you got? Cinnamon toast crunch. Yeah. Lucky good. Lucky Charms. Uh-huh. Oh, hey. Ah, whoa. Whoa. Easy there. That is a decent cereal. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yeah. And you know what's even better? You know Rice Krispie Squares? Make it, but with Lucky Charms instead of uh, Rice Krispies. It's got yeah. the marshmallows in there. I, I would even say Corn Flakes, but Rice Krispie Square style, that is a good, good thing. Also good. What about also yeah. good? Wheaties. No one eats Wheaties. Uh-uh. Come on. That what was a scam I'm... made up by the NHL. Yeah, trying to be a... Aren't, aren't all the athletes oh, always on Wheaties boxes? Yeah, but the NHL is the ones who made the scam. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they concocted it. How about Franken... <laughs> what about Frankenberry? Have either of you ever imbibed? Is... Uh, yeah, I've had Frankenberry. Okay. Oh, no. so 
We weren't able to get it here for the longest time. We only have Count Chocula. But then during Halloween season, we can get Frankenberry and Booberry. No Count uh, Chocula? Both, uh, yeah, Count Chocula is good, too. Okay. Um, they're, I mean, they're all pretty much the same. Frankenberry is a berry flavor. <laughs> Booberry is a blueberry flavor. But uh, I, I just want to point out, you skipped right over fortified oat flakes. What do you got? A, <laughs> yeah. You got a problem with yeah, that? Yeah, I do. How, how is that number 17 on this list? That is ridiculous. It's fortified. I it's fortified. We're just now fortified. Where did Forti- they get this list from? Like, uh, Mr. Breakfast. Mr. Breakfast. It's, he's a guy. He, His he, name is look, John Breakfast. He did a survey. Well, these, oh. I think this is just his own personal favorites. It's John Breakfast or Mr. Breakfast is what, if you don't know. John Breakfast, his cereal okay. project. All right. All so, right. So way down here, we got Fruit Loops. Uh, Wait, where? Like 27. How far? Like, they're not even, because they're, they're not using the iconic packaging. It's like uh, yeah. some grandpa uh, box. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think oh, Fruit Loops should probably be higher than Buckwheat and <laughs> Hidden Treasures. I don't even know what Hidden Treasures is. So, hey, where's Alphabets? What the fuck? Probably way down here. Oh. I mean, I like Alphabets, but yeah, wait. Honey, oh, Honeycomb cereal. I used to have to go to like relatives to get that. Honeycomb is a all-time cereal. Mm-hmm. Also, Golden Grams. That is a like first-rate cereal. Yeah, I love Golden Grams. <laughs> yeah. Waffle Crisp. That's a well, okay. Waffles? How is ET cereal ranked thirty-five <laughs> above Cocoa Pebbles? Which I actually know what that is, and they like continue to make it. Whereas ET cereal, I imagine that the window of time that that existed wasn't that wasn't yeah. that long. Also, yeah. I will point out here as a Reese Reese Puff cereal is number sixty-two. That is a crime okay. against. Yeah. Cereal. They, list. they got C3PO cereal on here. I don't know if you noticed that. <laughs> I, I do see the C3P, C3PO at, right at, under at forty cereal. Above okay, cool. C3PO is apparently better than Apple Jacks. I mean, a- Apple Jacks. If you're in the right state of mind, Apple Jacks rip. Like that's a Those good, are good. Full cereal. Oh, Those yeah. are good. See, we got. Oh, there yeah. we go. Yeah, Sugar Crisp at fifty. Well, so actually, this what? Sugar Crisp is 50, but if you missed it earlier up here, where was it? 32 is sug- uh, Super Sugar Crisp. That's not a thing. It's got more sugar. Makes sense. More sh- Makes oh. sense. The story checks out. Mr. T Cereal. Any, uh, any of you fellas have ever had Urkel O's? <laughs> no, I can't say as I, I have. Wish. Number I wish. Number 87 on this list? Urkel O's? Oh, they seem man. to be a uh, Steve Urkel themed oh. cereal. Oh. Sounds awesome. Sounds real awesome. Uh, did, did either of you exist for uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles cereal? Uh, I no. think I think yeah. I was a baby, but I yeah, remember you might have choked and died if you ate this stuff. Yeah, but it, that was pretty. Oh. I mean, I think when I was eight, <laughs> this this was pretty good stuff. Hmm. Yeah, I mean that it, it looks good. Crunchberries is sixty six, which sixty six, which is nuts. Crunchberries is a top twenty cereal, hands down. And cinnamon crunch, Captain Crunch, sounds awesome. Po- I've never had that. Pokemon cereal. Yeah, I've had Pokemon cereal. It was about, awesome. How about s'mores cereal? Do you guys remember like? Mm-hmm. The, of course, you could probably remember like in the late nineties, everything was s'mores. They were like s'moresifying oh, yeah. all sorts of shit. 
s'mores granola bars, s'mores cereals, s'mores pop tarts. I do, I do. S'mores is everywhere. Pokemon cereal was kind of like Lucky Charms, but it, it was actually better than Lucky Charms. Pokemon cereal was good, but Jared, how come you skipped over seventy six? Uh, oh no, I did notice it, but we were in the middle of talking, so I didn't go back to King King Vitaman. I, I like the uh, I like the cover. It's just a guy wearing a crown. It's funny. Yummy mummy. That sounds gross. That's ah, probably good. Urkelos, honeybees. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Honeybees. Awesome. Winnie Honey the Pooh Halloween crunch? Vanilla Fuck, crunch. How many... There's a lot of Captain Crunches on here, guys. Ah, uh, yeah. Is, is, okay, I'm like, is this the first appearance of Life cereal? Is that 92? Or did I just completely skip it before? Uh, well, it's so 92 and is. it's 96 as well. That's crazy. Like, is, yeah. is Life that bad uh, compared to like some of this other crap? <laughs> I don't know. Okay, uh, here's like, one. One... 109. You guys got to go to the second page to get into oh, the second. Jeez. 109. Uh-huh. Corn Pops makes an appearance. Corn Pops is a top 10. Yeah. I mean, for if, sure. I, if I want my, like, mm-hmm. the inside of my mouth to be all scratched and gored up from, like, eating Every too much of it, yep. you're just like, you're, the milk in your mouth is turning pink. Yeah. That's <laughs> you, Corn Pops is, like, where you want to be. Mm. Look, I, look how I, explosive and yellow the box is. It makes up for it as you're like eating and suffering, <laughs> eating your corn pops. That well, that's a like Captain Crunch though too. But man, corn pops a, is like the yeah, gouge. It's know, like the super like, gouger. You you really mm-hmm. do have your your pain with your pleasure there, and it's you know mm-hmm. that's I agree. That's good stuff. Yeah, I I love corn pops. I love corn pops. Not as much as I like grins and smiles and giggles and laughs. That's well, an all-time favorite of mine. Everyone's favorite. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we used to love it. I used to get hey. mommy, I want GSGL cereal, please. So and she great. says, "Ah, oh, you kids. <laughs> you kids. Okay, the one thing that's brutal about corn pops, though, is sometimes there's <laughs> those over-baked ones. They're, like, really hard. And you're oh, just yeah, going, they, you're like, just going oh. oh, it feels like you are. You're like, uh-oh, there's the bump it's card like, on that tooth. That there? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I love corn pops, but, yeah, you get an over-baked one once in a while. Dumb-tums? Yeah. <laughs> just to keep you humble. That's the thing. Yep. <laughs> Nesquik is at 124, which is unfair. Nesquik is a pretty solid cereal. Is it anyone's favorite? Probably it, not. Huh. But it's it's a solid enough. I, cereal. I, I just want my bottle of uh, ch- chocolate syrup to put in my milk. Yeah. <laughs> are you, what are you new here? That's what we do it, man. That's how we do it, dude. That's how we do it. That's how we do it. And Reese's <sighs> peanut butter puff cereal is 30, 138. Damn. Berry berry kicks. Okay, I've seen that before. What, we, what else we got on here? Anything? Some See, of these are just now, like re- well, there's like Dragon Adventure Crunch for <laughs> for like how to train your dragon. <laughs> it had its mm-hmm. own cereal for a moment, and it's on the list. Yep, Crack Some Bonds on here. Cracker Jack cereal. <laughs> Good God! Thanks. I uh, I, I prefer cream. Crunch. Oh, I just saw that too. It's like it's like a it's like an ice cream cone like wearing a suit. Guy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that one. Oh, does, I don't know. Fruit, I have had Reptar fruit. cereal though, and Fruit Brute. No, fruit you. Fruit Brute. Uh, I haven't had, but I have had Reptar. You have had really Reptar's real? Yeah. <laughs> what a Reptar name! Reptar is real. What, what is Reptar? Is it you a don't dinosaur? know Reptar? Oh, no, it's it? from Rugrats. You chud. Oh, I'm sorry. You, <laughs> you never watched it, Rugrats? You don't know Tommy Pickles? 
I do kind of. I remember the kind pen, of. Was like I remember like I hate that drawing style a lot. You don't like Rugrats? No. Damn. Damn. I got. I I think I was the the right age for it. I was the exact target audience when Rugrats was airing. Reptar was the dinosaur in Rugrats. Oh okay. Yeah. Reese, you gonna weigh on that one? How how do you feel about Rugrats? I didn't really watch Rugrats Damn. that much. Aha. Uh-huh. I think it should yeah. be stated. Uh, it should be noted that Reese is a little bit younger than I am. True, just, just a little bit. I, I, there's, I there's did not watch Rugrats. More, more yeah. fuel for the the fan fiction. <laughs> Jared, Jeez, Jared, 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 just unbelievable. Or, sorry, right. Garrett. That's that's what Garrett. That's Pumpkin. the problem. Garrett, Garrett. Pumpkin. Yeah, Garrett we got can't. Garrett Pumpkin, yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know if any of you guys noticed the candy corn corn pops, but I feel like that's a... I, I don't know. I don't know. I think that's a deep sleeper pick. I mm-hmm. I might... Uh, if that were to come available, I would try it out. You give yeah. it a go? Yeah. Oh, uh, so uh, <laughs> Justin did add, my favorites are Frosted Mini Wheats and Fruity yeah. Pebbles. Uh, got any Raisin Bran Crunch left, RJ? Uh, no, it is all done, but, but I just saw that Raisin Bran Crunch is 170 on this list, which I find is uh, not fair to the people at Raisin Bran Crunch. It's a little bit... Uh, Inconsiderate. It's a little low. No. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, for mini-wheats, I prefer the um, brown sugar mini-wheats myself. You know, that's just, like, how I feel, man. No. Mm. Game to the game to the game game talk. Wait. Tell me your favorite cereal, Jared and Reese. What's your actual favorite? I don't eat cereal. <laughs> like I used to, what? but I don't really eat cereal. The Garrett. Classic. Well, but Garrett. I will. But I will. Uh, I will stand for Fruit Loop Squares. How's that work? It's like instead of milk, sure. it's marshmallow. It's, sure. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's fine. I I can I can allow that. Yeah. What about you, Reese? Yeah, I think I'm going to have to go, like, mm, I'm a big Corn Pops fan. I think it's either Corn Pops or Honeycomb for me, and it depends on how cut up I want my mouth to be. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Corn Pops is a good pick. Corn Pops is a good pick. Yeah. It's like flossing without any of the benefits. Kind of. It's actually probably like a detriment to you in oh, terms of flossing, right. which is exactly what I want. Zero, zero yeah. benefits. Yeah. Zero <laughs> benefits. I want the sugar and, and my mouth to be bleeding. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the way to go, man. Yeah. It's the way to go. Anyways, what are you talking about? Uh, game talk. No, uh, no yeah. update on the PS5, but uh, have you ever been into battle strategy games? Uh, I think he's talking about RTSs. I played a ton of Red Alert 1 and 2 and Warcraft 1 and 2 as a kid. Oh, the days of playing PC games with dial-up. Mm, I never played Warcraft. No uh, no, no real-time strategy games for either of you? No. Uh, no, I mean, I've played the board game uh, Twilight Struggle before. Um, that's <laughs> sort of like a, a battle strategy cold war game i don't I didn't play like rts type stuff really ever so yeah i uh me neither 
I was not smart enough to play those as a kid. I didn't understand what it wanted me to do. I was wanting to play like Street Fighter and mm-hmm. less yeah. so like I, I remember playing Warcraft and stuff like that before the world of Warcraft and I sucked at those games real bad. Yeah. I just remember people were talking about like you had to do macros or something with your keyboard. <laughs> And I uh, was that's, like, that happens I am macro smart enough for that. That's not, yeah. Uh, yes, and uh, did, did either of you get to experience dial-up internet? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good. Yeah, you'd, you'd dial up and you'd hit up uh, MSN Messenger and you'd yeah. try to talk to someone that you just saw 10 minutes ago and you'd be like, what up? <laughs> what, what up? What are you doing? And, uh, that was what, what are you doing? Got any funny pictures? Yeah, and then someone would pick up the phone and be like, have, have you been on Napster lately? I haven't opened up Napster for a long time. Bear Share, I, 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 hope I think not. Bear Share wrecked my computer. <laughs> remember Bear Share and LimeWire? Lime well, I remember, Lime, I remember LimeWire Lite. LimeWire Lite? Yeah, that was what like, that? That was, I think that's what it was. The idea was that it was a less bogged down version. For, it was like fewer viruses, or uh, it was just like less cumbersome on your system. Mm. But like same number of viruses, very one hundred percent. That you're just like, like okay. welcoming into your home. Mm. All that, all that, all gotcha. the, all the wear. It was, <laughs> it, it was part of the agreement, though. Like you knew, right? It's like what Reese was talking about with the sugar. You know, it's going to cut up your mouth. You know, your computer is going to get viruses. But if you want that one Lincoln Park song, you're uh-huh. going to do it. You're going to do it. It's just it's life. Gotta do it. Gotta do it. And thanks for the time, gents, and have an epic time talking about Ran better than Harikiri. Kampai? Controversial. Controversial. Was that you who added that piece at the end? That was not me. The the Kampai? No, not me. What does Kampai mean? Pure JP. Cheers in Japanese. Yeah. Ah, I see. You know, uh, Big Sugar here has been to Japan, so he might have a lot to say. Ooh. It was futile when he when he uh, visited as well. <laughs> so we finally got an expert for one. Finally. Yeah. Finally. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one last email. We're, we're we're still. It's been an hour already, so we're we're, do- gonna, we're doing good. I was going to say, it doesn't matter if we have 50 emails or two emails. We still stretch it out to an hour regardless. So mm-hmm. Hey, it's it's going swimmingly so far. So Nice. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> Samuel Loveland. Holy nice. shit. <laughs> With an email entitled, Late. Crepes. Mm. I'm late again. Here's the email. Thanks for your advice on visiting Montreal. I have realized that I'll be needing to purchase a good pair of winter boots with excellent traction. On the subject Mm. of French Canada and various things discussed last week, my friend from Montreal, who I will be staying with, apparently went to school with or otherwise knows Denis Villeneuve's son. According to him, he's a huge jerk. So it looks like our apathy towards Mr. Villeneuve is justified after all on account of him raising a mean kid. So wait, the kid is a jerk or Denny is a jerk? Uh, I think it's his son. I think it's his. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. The son's a jerk. Well, his, he his dad was probably well, off filming in Iran it's, it's, all the time, it's, 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 like it's, wherever it's, Cindy's it's, was. You know, it's, it's, it's the basis for uh, uh, Paul, I guess. 
Paul. Oh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Maybe, maybe Denny treated Paul Timothy Shalama better than he treated his own son. Maybe tell us his son. I, I wish you, I wish you were more like Timothy. This guy I just met. He's so I, I gotta, he's so handsome. Look at him. Look at that, say, that mop I, of hair. I, I know my opinions out there, but I saw another movie poster, like Leonardo DiCaprio movie or something yesterday, and I it had all these famous actors, and down in the corner was Timothy Chalamet again. And in my mind, I just went, enough. <laughs> enough with the Timothy Chalamet. No more. Cut it out. Anyway, so Denny's son's a prick, eh? <laughs> uh, so Allegedly. This, what a scoop. What a scoop. Jeez. I will say for, for oh, I will say for legal purposes that I am committing slander and do so on behalf of the Criterion Creeps podcast. Wow. And this email can be held up in a court of law. I mean, I know, I know, Slam Loveland is doing some organic chemistry, but I don't think he's practicing law at the same time. Mm. Different boats, right, wow, Sugar? Wow. Different boats. Yeah. So I uh, don't. Uh, a lot of new movies from some of the big boys this year. New Paul Schrader, mm-hmm. new Wes, <laughs> new mm-hmm. Werestucko. <laughs> Everyone knows him. Werestucko? The, oh, fuck, what's that movie called? Memoria movie that just came out. Memoria? Memoria. Uh, I saw, uh, what's his name, Mike D'Angelo said it's like one of the best films of the century. All, all 21 years of it. Hmm. How, Who's how, Mike D'Angelo? Uh, film critic. We, talk, we talked about him with Sam. Don't you remember anything, RJ? Yeah, I know. Oh, it's got a Tilda Swinton in it. It does have a Tilda do, Swinton. Do you think she's got uh, big, <laughs> weighty genitalia yeah. in that one? Uh, Wikipedia it? does not say, but... Mm. Mm. I can't remember where that article was. It was like Empire or something. So maybe they'll get the scoop again. Mm-hmm. Again. Yeah. Hard to say. Uh, new, vil- new Villeneuve? Sigh. New Eastwood? <laughs> What's up with that? Thanks for your time. Mm-hmm. Have a good show, etc. Sam, slam, love machine, Loveland. Hey, was there nice. a question about sandwiches in there? Not, or like, n- n- uh, would, you like there, would you like there to be one? Nothing about that? Uh, I think. Let's see here. I got another. Oh, oh, here's an email from Shitty Bill, um, and <laughs> he writes in, "Hey, how, how about those sandwiches, you guys? Well, what are you eating these days, Shug?" Wow, it's uh, straight, straight, straight into the point. Shitty Bill. Wow, we haven't heard from him in ages. He ages. Al- he also adds that it's like, did you know uh, that while David Lynch was living in Philadelphia as a student, uh, and afterwards he went to the same place every day and ate a ham and cheese sandwich. Is that is that what Shitty Bill added into this uh, yeah, conversation? Correct. Okay. Wow. Okay. He, he's yeah. he's a big fan of TM, I believe. Shitty Bill. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Mm. So, what kind of sandwiches are you putting down over there, uh, Sugar? I know you're a big fan of the beef dip. I've oh, seen a few dip. of those. Yeah, yeah, you betcha. Uh, yeah. Beef dip is a high quality sandwich. Beef dip with mm-hmm. onion rings on the side. Ooh. Seems unnecessary. Professional play. Um, is, it, is that because that's where your place of work, the cafeteria there, they serve? Is that how they serve it? Is beef dip with onion rings? No, no. <laughs> is that where you work? Yes, for the onion ring special. Because all the oh. other fries, they just 
they're sitting out all the time. Onion rings, wow. you got to make them fresh. So uh, you always get hot onion rings. That's right. Because of- no, it's just like, wait, wait is, that, is that where you work? Is the cafeteria? Is that, do you get free dips? I said his place of work has a cafeteria oh. is what I'm saying. No, I didn't want to, I didn't want I to out him in case he yeah. didn't want people to know where he well, works. Well, that's, no, I mean, but it's fine. He can say he works at the cafeteria. There's no shame in that, RJ. Yeah, it's, yeah uh, so everyone needs a everyone needs a paycheck, and that's no wonder. It's like, yeah, I mean, buying Batman comics, and you know, that's uh, you can't do that necessarily. You got to make good decisions. Yes, yeah. like make like a beach there. Don't worry about yeah. 4K. Yeah, <laughs> just get them onion rings fresh, hot, Absolutely. and crispy, exactly the way they were intended to be. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. That's good tip, though. That that's uh, a good uh, like anytime you're somewhere. Where you're like, I don't know about these fries. That's mm-hmm. for onion rings because maybe they'll be better. I don't know. Strongly disagree. <laughs> <laughs> on, on, oh man, yeah, I don't know. Onion rings are. Ugh. See, ugh. I I think I've been on record of saying that uh, you know post COVID world onion is really hard on me, but onion rings are mostly batter. And I do enjoy uh-huh. onion rings. And, so uh, they don't taste weird. Do, do you eat around the onion? Do you like wind up? No, with, like, I, I eat the whole onion. <laughs> a fl- it's, a it's floppy mostly... O ring. <laughs> no, I'll eat the onion ring because it's mostly batter and breadcrumbs. But uh, it's mostly if just onions are on their own, or especially if they're raw. Raw onions really fuck me up. But uh, onion rings, I like. I got onion rings last week, and you know what? They were delicious. Where My from? Two, I went original Joe's. Okay. I. Uh, not to give them an endorsement, but I went there after work on Friday because uh, I went went out with a couple of the work boys. You know, the boys like to have a cold one after the work day. And uh, I got a burger with crinkle fries and mm-hmm. onion rings. I got double oh. carbs for my sides. <laughs> and then you had a bowl of cereal when you got home. I, I, I did. <laughs> uh, I usually I usually have yourself a beer, you know. And, and a little cereal, wash it down with some cereal. I usually get the salad with the fries, but some the guy who ordered before me was like, I'm going to get fries uh, and onion rings. And I went, I went, oh, shit. Uh-huh. I said, are we allowed to do that? And I went, I, too, will get fries and onion rings. I, a... I think we should clarify that this place is a awesome place because they let you get two things on the side. So my, my deal on when I go there is I get fries. And also, they have rice. So, I mean, yeah, they they got everything. Did they still got quinoa, or did they? Uh, I mean, or has that fallen out of favor now with them? I remember at one point I think they only did. David Lynch is still uh, pushing quinoa on people. <laughs> He's one of the only ones left. Yeah, that and enlightenment. Well, is it transcendental or and and, and those NFTs uh, with his good friends mm-hmm. Interpol? But don't worry. NFT. Don't worry, he's doing it energy conscious. You know. I mean, that's all that matters. That's all, that's that, all that matters. matters. So I, I kind of push the beef dip agenda, but is that your favorite sandwich, Reese, or do you have a different favorite oh, sandwich? People you know, want to. I, I think I think that's up there for me. It's a it's a simple simple sandwich. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Jeez, you know, I should have uh, really come prepared on this. Actually, like a peanut butter sandwich is also very high quality. I like that. What kind of bread? Peanut- uh, so that's a good 
good note because you know, like a, a peanut butter and raspberry jam sandwich is good on like what kind of raspberry are we talking about? Just just like Smucker's yeah. raspberry okay. jam. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not 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 artisanal uh, like, raspberry with like some no, weird no, no. spices and apricot you know, or something. You, you get uh, you get a loaf of bread, white bread from the bakery or from the uh, Hutterite colony. Oh, right they out of the back of a van. A mean loaf of bread. Yes, they can so make a mean. You, you make a make a sandwich, nice thick slice of bread, mm-hmm. either side. That's a that's a great sandwich with a glass of milk. I know milk drinking is apparently a controversial take on what, what most per, shows. What, what percentage are we talking about? Oh, that's one. a good question. One percent? One? Yeah, I agree. I'm with you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Once in a while, I fuck around to get two percent, like once every five months, and then I go, I drink it, and I go, holy fuck, this is thick milk. Yeah, <laughs> then, yeah, yeah. Then then you go over to. Pa Baylog and he's got, he's put chicken those three point two fives, three point uh, homogenized. That's right. No way, oh man. That that would that would kill an elephant drinking uh, homo milk. That stuff is rough <laughs> and tough. But uh, I I agree with sugar. There are a few things that uh, slap as hard as a P uh, PB and J, especially like as, that's like my bedtime snack. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> not, have, like a, have a nice little nap. <laughs> Not like right when I'm going to bed, but it's like, you know, after dinner, you're like, like an hour or two after dinner, you're like, I just need like a little snack. Just like one little well, thing. It is dessert. I, I'm a frequent PB&J-er. It's, it's dessert, yeah. like 100%. And I'm glad you think about it that way. It's like, and see, I, it's like cake. And it is like cake. And I also prefer the raspberry jam, but uh, I get the Costco brand because it's about okay. this big and that son of a bitch lasts me a long time. It's good. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm not... Uh, I'm not create. I'm not partial to the brand. It's just a good deal on jam. Oh, and yeah. uh, who doesn't like a good deal on jam? You know. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Jer? Sandwiches. Yeah. Uh, peanut butter and honey. Ooh, hey, not bad. Super underrated sandwich. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Super underrated. Also in that wheelhouse, peanut butter, banana, and cinnamon is a another yeah. underrated. I was going to mention uh, the uh, on toast. Yes. Well, yeah. I mean, cinnamon toast. I think would be my. Yeah. I, have, I haven't actually done that for a, a long time, but. Mm. But maybe, maybe tonight. Hey? <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe. That'll be my. That'll be my. Uh, right before bed, after I edit. After I edit, maybe yeah. while I edit, I'll have like uh, crumbly hands and like little mm-hmm. bits of cinnamon will go to my keyboard. Oh, oh it's. That'd be, that'd be the least of the problems of what's in your keyboard, oh, if you know what I mean. Oh, yeah, you know. Yeah, <laughs> so, some kind of fan fiction. Yeah, I think I may have cut off the uh, the Sam number one uh, email there. Did did we have, a, like, a no. question or something? <laughs> Nothing. Oh, no, I, no, I think he, <laughs> he was, was just, just saying hi. He was just writing oh, in. Sorry, his, his, his question was that we got a lot of big directors who are all having movies coming out, like, this year and i yeah, think okay. that i think it just comes down to we didn't have movies last year and so yeah. we can kind of uh, we can set up a nice role because i mean he didn't even mention anderson in this we got you know like rich pizza uh, i mean he, he mentioned wes anderson but he but, didn't mention yeah. paul thomas p, 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 pt and wes both yeah. so i mean there's like there's so many it's hard, it's hard to even keep track of all the yeah all the, all the drops that are happening that's yep. fair that's fair and i think yeah, it's I think yeah, well, most... i mean because like french dispatch is supposed to be last year and he got pushed yes. back to now. And it's like, well, I might as well put them all in the fall. And, I mean, the, the biggest festival film of all is Spider-Man 
three, whatever it is, you know. Everyone's, Did you see that? Spider-Man is the biggest film? <laughs> the biggest, fe- biggest festival film. It's a little Jared. It's a little movie. <laughs> Well, did you it's guys got, see who they added last Willem Dafoe in it, right? It, it sure does. Well, do you see who else? It, I don't know if you saw, but we actually got the scoop on the sixth member of the Sinister Six because that's what everyone's saying. They count five villains, but there's a sixth one. We got the scoop on is, that. Is it, uh, is, not... it, is it we the viewer? Uh, no. We I are post... the villains? Uh, we could be the <laughs> we, real monsters. We're the real we're monsters. The guys? <laughs> I... I you know what I wish would happen is right at the climax of Spider-Man No Way Home, the movie stops and it, it it's just a guy who's looking at you and says, it's you. You're the piece of shit. Well, and then the movie just well, ends. No, it's Mysterio's helmet or something like that. And he turns to us and we see ourselves in the reflection and we go, yeah. oh, No Way Home. And then it just ends. <laughs> then we yeah, go see, home. That's some movie magic there, Jared. That's, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Why can't Disney call you, huh? Like, damn. <laughs> they can't afford me. Right, right. But please, yeah, please lots hire of good me. Save Exciting me from this stuff. podcast. Um, what, what do you got to say about that, Suge? Mm-hmm. About new movies coming out? <laughs> well, uh, I did watch a couple of weeks ago. I watched that movie Titan. Oh yeah, and, oh, uh, uh, yeah. Boy, oh boy. I I told RJ right at the time. I said this is way better than Raw. Because, mm. uh, well, Raw kind of sucked, but yeah, um, <laughs> nice. Yeah. <laughs> See, I mean, I know uh, I I've been saying that for a long time. I didn't know if people actually agreed or not, but I I don't like Raw. But you you said a T Tan was a lot better, hey? I I did think it was a lot better. Um, I also watched that movie Lamb, um, <laughs> and that one is like so. I went into that one not knowing anything, mm-hmm. and then like. About an hour in or so, they like do the big reveal, and it's like, wow, this was completely unexpected. And uh, yeah, there's just like a, a kid with a, a lamb head for a bit. So, uh, was it good? Uh, it was like, it's weird because that movie was like, is it supposed to be scary? Is it supposed to be funny? It really isn't either one of those it was, things. It's Icelandic. It's just, like, it's just really nice looking mm. shots of Iceland. And it's like, this is fine. It's a, it's a short movie. I think it's like an hour and a half. So it's like, that's all right. Um, mm. that's the the ending of it, I don't want to spoil that. The ending of it is completely wild. Mm. Like, for real. It, like, like, yeah. Beef dip wild? Like, yeah, yeah. Hog wild? Hog wild. Oh. Yes. So I, I, I don't want to interject too much, but today in the stat, like in our break room, this guy was talking about like, you know how BC's like flooded out and they don't know what to do, which is a horrible thing. Uh, but someone, he was kind of like, <laughs> Sorry, said, this is the guy who leaves the microwave about, open. It's like you said you're in beasties. <laughs> I was like... <laughs> Yeah, in, in Beasties, Beast Wars, which is going to be a major motion picture in a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fingers but he, crossed, yeah. He, he was talking about how, like, there was a truck of hogs that is stranded, and their solution is to let the hogs out. And he was freaking out. He's like, there's going to be wild, feral hogs running around BC. He's like, what are we supposed to do? And I was like, we don't live in BC, dude. 
<laughs> number one. And it's like, two, it's like, what do you want them to do? Fucking die in the truck? Let them out. Who cares if there's also, wild hogs running around? Fine. Yeah. Like, who gives a shit? Yeah. Uh, for those who might, for those who are unaware, uh, our, our neighboring province to Creeplandia, uh, British yeah. Columbia of of Britain, uh, th- there's like a, a large swath of the southern part of that province that is underwater. Uh, wow. That apparently no one saw coming, uh, allegedly. Uh, yeah. Apparently, no one said, "Hey, we should get sandbags." So uh, a good a good chunk of uh, that place is washed away. Uh, yes. Yeah, it's 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 quite something. It's pretty pretty. Now sh- they got wild hogs. Now they got wild hogs. So it's crazy. I, I, I saw some uh, photo of some uh, ranchers on skidoo's br- bringing the cattle out to to some shoreline. That's nice. Yeah. See, yeah, you got to take care of the animals. They can't take care of themselves because of man-made disasters. You know. Anyways. Anywho. Sorry, what were we talking about? Sure, and I think you were talking about movies. <laughs> yeah, there's there's like new movies and stuff that came out, and I I mean as far as new stuff that I've seen, it's pretty much just that uh, Titan Lamb. Mm-hmm. Last new movie I saw before that was The Green Knight, which was wicked good. I I have a it does look good 4K copy of that ready to go. You should fire that up. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the plan. Yeah, I, watch I think... it so you can lend it to me. You got that 4K yeah. player yet, RJ? Oh, don't worry, it has a Does Blu-ray it... in it. See, that's the thing. That's why 4K is a scam because they're going to give you the Blu-ray anyways. Or, but yeah. it wouldn't be more of a chump move to just buy a Blu-ray of it when you can get the 4K for basically the exact same price, and you have both options. Why do you need both though? Well, well I guess there. to lend to me so that I yeah. can watch the Blu-ray for, for you non-believers. I guess. You 4K deniers out there. 4K conspiracy, man. But yeah, uh-huh. Jerry, you should watch Green Knight. I it's, got, it's got the sugarhead stamp of approval. Yeah, I think sometimes uh, people are like like a little bit too cautious about giving a, giving like a thumbs up to mm-hmm. a movie, especially when they're on, on such a, a globally recognized podcast. They don't want the, the backlash on this. But I'm, I'm going to say it. The Green Knight is a good show. So, wow, a hot take. Pretty good show. There you go. Oh. I was like, good show. That's a dime a dozen. I see good shows yeah, all the yeah. time. It's a pretty good show. Yeah, pretty good show. That's a that's a seal of approval, and it might come back on you, man. Not from us, but from the <laughs> listeners out there. Fair enough. Yeah, they, Bring um, it. Nice. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> what were you talking about, Jared? <laughs> well, I think that's it for emails. Uh, oh. <laughs> uh, that's fine. That's okay. Well, it's down. an hour and a half in. Two emails took One us an hour, hour and a half. Eighteen minutes. Nice. Well, gents, what you been creeping on this week? Uh, I don't watch movies, so uh, sugar. Do you want to talk about uh, any any films that you've watched recently? Do you not watch Star Trek anymore? Um. Okay. Well, here here's what happened. So I finished Voyager, and yeah. then uh, Creeptober was happening. And just before yeah. Creeptober happened, I'm taking a break before Enterprise, and I'm watching the follow-up series of uh, X, uh, X-Files creator Chris Carter. So after he finished X-Files, or not at, when it was finished, but after during. X-Files, during X-Files, he had a second show called Millennium. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's about a, uh, it's a guy who's like a, a profiler, 
like a, he worked for the FBI at one point, but he's a re- retired profiler. But his thing is he's a psychic. Okay. Yeah. 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 So I I I have. Uh, there's only three seasons. I'm in season three, and I do have episode by episode breakdown of Millennium. I just haven't started yet uh, uh, because gotcha. we had we had Creeptober, and then Jarrett's been on a tear lately with his movies too. So I figured I'd uh, this yeah. doesn't happen very often. I'll let him talk about movies, and then whenever he stops, then I'll talk about Millennium, and then I'll talk about get back to Star Trek. Okay. So, well, yeah, I guess uh, I did watch some movies this week. Um, nice. So that that's pretty nice. I also, um, I guess on Sundays I watch uh, Succession and uh, also Curb Your Enthusiasm. Both. It's it's quite Cur- good. Is Curb on right now? Mm-hmm. I didn't even yeah, know Curb that. is yeah. on right. Now. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think we're on the same track. Uh, what you what you and uh, Ryan watch is the same as what me and Andy watch too. We watch Succession and Curb uh, weekly, and oof, they're both yes, pretty sir. good. Pretty, Pretty good. good. Mm-hmm. So, um, what did I watch this week? Um, I watched Master and Commander for the first time ever. Oh my god! First In time, eh? For this, I I knew wow. that you guys are big Master and Commander boys. So, mm-hmm. um, I was like, well, I got to see what all the fuss is about here. And uh, well, it was it was quite good. Uh, this is a mm-hmm. really, really good show. Um, so, I, I mean, Russell Crowe is excellent in this. Um, and, I mean, the guy who plays Vision, also good. <laughs> Paul, Paul Bettany. Paul Bettany. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, I figured you would like him because of his Charles Darwin-esque character. True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah which is and, very cool. He's just out there, like, looking for beetles and stuff, and it's like, I'm not sure if you are the doctor on this ship. You're, like, the next mm-hmm. best thing. You're mm-hmm. just here to look at birds and stuff. And, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. and there's a ghost ship, and um, there's a guy who they think is the Jonah, and he jumps off the boat, and that's sad. But, you know, um, yeah, I, I thought that movie was great. Um, I think it gets a lot of like shade and stuff. People don't like it, but do that, I, does it? I don't even know. It seems like it's a movie that nobody saw in theater because I think people just looked and saw, oh, it's like a period piece. Who gives a shit? And then nobody, mm. and then enough people just collectively didn't go to it, and that's a real shame because that movie is like such a technical marvel it looks amazing yeah. still it sounds amazing um it's got a i as i've told arjun before it is like the best episode of star trek um I think... it's very very similar vibes it's yeah. very similar yeah. so i'm just reading here in june 2021 they announced that there is a prequel film in development for master and commander that, yeah that could happen um, it's based on a series of like 20 books and yeah, okay. so like yeah. yeah they could it was going to be a franchise it just know. didn't succeed mm-hmm. but, but instead we okay. got whatever five pirates of the caribbean movies or something mm-hmm. yeah i i preferred this one um i'll be honest uh <laughs> bold that's a bold take yeah bold. Yeah. Yeah. yeah tough but fair as yeah. we do yeah yeah um, i was gonna say uh, paul bettany on that island looking at bugs and like that is like probably like one of so my fa- favorite scenes in movies ever. Like it, it mm-hmm. is legit. My like I don't know 
top top yeah. list. I don't know. It's just so well done. The music uh, is amazing. Yeah. yeah. And when he just when he comes across and he sees the the French ship on the other side of the yeah. island, and he has to like leave it all behind. He has to dump it. It's like ah, oh, amazing. So good. Great. Well, the stuff. build I, build I up to it. that. Yeah. So good. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I think uh, it was my first time, but not my last with <laughs> that that's it's good to it's it's nice to hear because like i mean if you came on in on here and you're like master and commander socks we'd be like oh, okay <laughs> All right. like what are we gonna do right but it, it's nice that you agree and like uh yeah i think that it's got great setup like jared said that scene where he's got to dump the animals um yep. because the whole movie all he wants to do is look at bugs man that's all he wants to do <laughs> and then he gets it and he's happy and then he's like oh He's like, I gotta do it for for the boys. He's like, I gotta, mm. I gotta let the let the bugs go for the boys. And he does the right thing. He leaves the yeah. cages, but he opens them so that they uh, they're not trapped because you know he cares about the bugs. He cares mm-hmm. about the bugs. So ah, uh, yeah, it's good stuff. Good good stuff. Yeah. And yeah, it was gonna be a series of like a franchise, and it just didn't perform as well as they wanted, and it sucks. Yeah. And now Peter Weir doesn't do anything. I think he maybe made, he was yeah. defeated. I think he made one movie recently. Yeah, the way back was his last movie because so Master Commander was two thousand three. Good, mm-hmm. that is a long time ago. I think he did the Grinch as well. Uh, the way back, the way back in twenty ten, which is yeah, that's a uh, Grinch prequel. Oh yeah, Grinch. yeah. It, Colin Colin Farrell grows up to be the Grinch. Uh, yeah. Did you not watch the movie? Did I, I, like... I, I I did. I'm I'm, I'm aware. Oh, okay. Actually, Peter Weir's okay. just he's just not one of the most prolific guys around. I I mean, would you be? I don't know. Maybe. I mean, in since 1990, he only ever made six movies. One of which is Green Card. Gerard Depardieu, not Green Book, and not, not Green Book, not Green Room either. Not Green Book. Yeah, did you watch Green Book this week, Reese? It was okay. So full disclosure, <laughs> I I made a list of uh-huh. movies that I wanted to watch. Let me pull this up. Okay, nice. Let's let's go through the list of failure. Well, I mean, it's hard to watch movies, but this is more of a, a list of accomplishments as us as a podcast okay. collector. So, do you want to? No, actually, I should have brought this up when the Sam Loveland email came in. So, uh, here is the note in my phone. It says, things for Criterion Creeps. Number one, Koo Dollar. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's, 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 it's still coming back, right? It never leaves us. I, I don't understand that, but it's, you know, something, uh, here. Well, I think it's maybe because you went, you didn't go to public school. That's right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we were protected by such evils. Shielded. Protected by um, the Lord, Jarrett. <laughs> yeah, man. It's like, Poo Dollars is like the start of things. Let me tell you. It's just, across the, just across the road. A whole different world. Woof. So then I have here uh, Green Book. I have Cat in the Hat. Oh. <laughs> Nice. Uh, Not sure have, why, but okay. I have radio. Oh, <laughs> these Man, are things radio I didn't would have been get sweet. To. I I didn't get to these. Uh-huh. I have yeah. the past. 
Uh, I I remember the pest very uh-huh. well, mm-hmm. very well. <clears throat> the John Leguizamo didn't get to it. Uh, I was going to also watch Grown Ups, mm-hmm. and uh, then finally, I uh, I was going to watch a, a certified grandpa movie, The War with Grandpa. Which I did. You, yeah, I, did I, watch I, I was like, I did so see you log wow. that. I did get around to watching that, so we could talk about that um, in a minute. But that—that's a, you know, you gotta, you know, set goals, and then maybe you'll achieve like ten percent of them. So mm-hmm. those were all my goals, and I missed the mark on a lot of them. But whatever. I have a, a shirt that Hot Cam makes fun of me all the time. It's a Lululemon shirt, which is Canadian brand. And, like, it's on – there's writing on the inside of the shirt. Like, you have to lift mm-hmm. the shirt up. And I, I think I was taking – it's a sweater. I was taking it off one day. And he's like, whoa, whoa, what's that say there? And it says, you can't score without goals. And it's written on go. the inside of the shirt. So, Absolutely. I mean, you had goals. It's just for you. you. It's just for me. And it's like, did you hit them all? No, but you made the goals, and that's what matters because you can't yeah. score without goals. You're right. Yeah. So tell us about so, the war on Grandpa. <laughs> oh, sure. <laughs> I can definitely tell you about the war with Grandpa. Nice. So, I, you know, there was a bit of a theme with the movies I watched this week. I, I don't know if it was Remembrance Day or what, but, but there was a lot of war going on. So I watched The Thin Red Line and then the the war with grandpa so because i like you know great movies like you know uh the irishman and goodfellas and taxi driver with this great um unknown actor robert de niro i was like what's his newest thing and it was like oh war with grandpa that seems like an ambitious project right up yeah, my so, alley yeah right up my alley and I figured there's got to be some kind of, like, grandpa stuff for Jared, because I know he's a big uh, grandpa cinema type of guy. And a grandpa. <laughs> yes, he's, he's 58 years old, so he's got many, many grandchildren. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, this movie, um, basically what happens here is that Robert De Niro is old. He is too old. To be living on his own because his oh, wife man. just. Oh jeez. Damn. What is yeah, this up? Right? Is this gonna make me cry oh, like up? Yeah. Oh yeah. Like five minutes in, you're gonna cry so yeah. much. <laughs> so, um, Robert De Niro is too old to live by himself. So his daughter, <laughs> played by Uma Thurman. Uh, oh. Uma Thurman comes and says, "Hey, Robert De Niro, you gotta live at my house now." And he says, "But I don't wanna." I got a great life. And uh, she says, I don't think so. So, um, yeah, Robert De Niro moves in. But guess what? The little kid who uh, is like in grade six, Mm -hmm. uh, he's got to he's got to move to the attic because Robert De Niro needs a place to live. So he's going to live in the bedroom of this little kid. This little kid, by the way, is is there asbestos up there? No, no, it's like a, it's a pretty safe place. Um, the, uh, the little kid in this movie is played by an actor named Oaks Fegley. <laughs> That's not his a first, joke. His first name is Oaks? 
Oaks. Like the wood, but with an S on the end? It's with an E and an S. Yeah. And then... Wild. Begley. Like Ed Begley Jr. Yeah. Any relation? Uh, (laughs) So, basically, Robert De Niro moves in, and the kid who has to live in the attic now is like, I'm so sick of this old man who's been here for a day and a half, who's (laughs) also my grandpa, and says, I'm going to go to war with my grandpa. So, they start doing pranks on each other and like like hurting each other and like you know, uh making mean notes about each other and it, it gets like pretty real and i mean also like oaks fegley he's got some kids at school who he hangs out with and robert de niro has some uh old men like um is Morgan uh, Freeman one of them? Christopher Walken is one of them, and also mm. Aaron. So this is a real ensemble cast. Um, so they all kind of square off in the end in a dodgeball match to determine who wins the war. And wouldn't you know it, it's a tie. Holy shit. So I'm, no I'm, you hate, you hate I'm, to see uh, it. I'm just looking at uh, d- director Tim Hill, like looking at him and looking, looking at his uh, filmography. Uh, Grumpy Cat's Worst Christmas Ever. Yeah. Max Keeble's Big Move. Mm-hmm. I've seen it. One of the greats. Uh, I was going to say that that's, that's got RJ written all over it. <laughs> uh, the War of Grandpa. Uh, Muppets from Space. Oh, legitimate all-time banger. I love that thing. Garfield. Aliens, a Tale of Two Kitties. Also good. Hop. Also good. Yeah. The the recent SpongeBob movie, Sponge on the Run. Ooh. And uh his most popular film, Alvin and the Chipmunks, with everyone's favorite actor in the whole wide world, Jason Lee. Mm-hmm. Remember him? I mean, I like Jason Lee, especially in My Name is Earl, but, but I know he's into some weird stuff. So I, I thought I feel like he got replaced with Ryan Reynolds though. Well, Jason Lee was never quite as handsome or as attractive as Ryan. That's Reynolds. what I mean. He got re- he's got replaced. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm yeah. sorry, we have a Ryan Reynolds now. We don't need you any longer. We don't need you anymore, what, Jason what, Lee. What was his, What was the name of his trailer park show? My name is Earl. That's it. It's a good show. It's a good show, and the show they made after that, the same people, uh, Raising Hope, very good show. I think I tried very watching the first episode of that. I would disagree. It's good. I would disagree. No, you got to put down a couple. You know that. You got to put down a couple before you can give up on something. Come on. It's chump move. It's chump move. So anyways. Yes, sugar. Reese, so (laughs) the the dodgeball match ends in in a draw. So how do they decide who gets the room? Well, here's how it goes. Robert De Niro takes this kid fishing. Kills him? Fishing with John style. They go fishing, and the kid says... Hey, I kind of like this fishing thing. Maybe we're not so different. And you know what? He's like, maybe I will live in the attic. And then, hey, this movie truly ends on one of the wildest twists of all time. So uh, they're all good. And then Robert De Niro's like, hey, I can't go. Like, you know, time Uh passes or whatever. Uh Uh-oh. And uh, Robert De Niro's like, hey, I can't go fishing today. It's Saturday. 
that's normally when we would go fishing, but I can't this week. And he walks out the door and he's going to get into a cab <laughs> with Jane Seymour, who is, she works at the electronics store, obviously. Um, and uh, so they're going on a date. And Robert De Niro just blew off his grandson and fishing. And so the final shot of this movie is this Oaks Fegley guy looking like, what the hell is going on? I hate my grandpa again. And then it ends. And you're like, is there going to be another oh, war? Man. Like, is this World War One with grandpa to be followed by World War Two mm-hmm. with grandpa? I, I mean, it was a wild choice to end it like that. Honestly, like, <laughs> This movie sucks, but like, I, well, kind of... I was kind of expecting his like, and it's the weirdest ending where he just goes off and gets assisted suicided. And then the I kid, got an appointment. <laughs> then, then he gets, then he gets his room back, and it's good. It's all good. <laughs> oh I mean, that would have been a better, I think, more mature ending for this thing. It's <laughs> um, yeah, it's bad. It's bad. Um. You almost so had like, me going. I thought it sounded pretty good. Stuff aside, uh, it's pretty bad. Oh. Um, so when did yeah, you be added to the collection? Uh, the Criterion Collection will be picking this up. I don't think it can handle this. For like Spine 2000. I think it's going to mm-hmm. come with a, a nice box set. It's probably going to collect the entire De Niro opus and this is gonna squeak in yeah so. it was part of a package deal it's like you want all this other de niro yeah. you gotta take you gotta take war of grandpa as discussed on episode 269 of the criterion creeps podcast oh nice is that really the episode i think so holy shit and we got big sugar here for 269 wow wow uh, uh i i gotta say sugar uh, whenever we start something on Prime, you know how they play the trailers. I've seen the War oh. on Grandpa trailer many times, <laughs> or War yep. with Grandpa many, many times, and it's always that dodgeball trampoline scene or oh, yeah. some shit like that. And I always go, "How did the? How did we? How did we come to this? You know? Yeah. Like I, as a collect, as a group, as a group. And I know that these movies serve a good pur- purpose. Like we were saying, Max Keeble's big move, all time banger. But uh, you know, Bobby D, just. How did you get here? I mean, a paycheck's a paycheck. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Don't but, get me wrong. Uh, yeah, it was it was disappointing. I mean, you know, you you see this guy in uh, other better movies. <laughs> that was, that was a long time ago. I learned my yeah. lesson because, like, when I was in high school. I was, you know, doing the same thing you were talking about, you know, watching those Goodfellas, watching those casinos, watching those Raging Bulls, and you're like, man, this De Niro guy, he's a genius. He's just, he's a different he's a different level than everybody else. And it's like, oh, he's got a new movie coming out, 15 minutes. Ah, mm. that, that surely he knows how to pick them. And then you go and see the movie, 15 minutes, and you go, oh, <laughs> oh, I'm. I mean that's part of it, but don't forget, uh, don't forget. Have you ever seen? Remember Ed Burns? Remember, remember him? I mean, I do remember Ed Burns, but I, I, I'm pretty sure I know Jared hasn't. But Sugar, have you ever seen Showtime with uh, Robert De Niro and Eddie Murphy? Showtime. Let me see. It's it's like boxing. they're they're cops, and oh, it's like TV boxing. cameras follow them like a, like a cops TV show. 
Oh Not man, gonna lie to you I guys. for sure have seen this. Yeah, Showtime's yeah, yeah. pretty good. It's as good as Grudge and, yeah. Match, which is what I thought you were talking about. Oh no, I never watched Grudge Match. Match. I never had any interest in it. I know. I remember they were like, "It's uh, it's Raging Bull versus Rocky. It's finally happening." And I was like, "I know. I'm not super interested." Remember? Yep. Meet, meet the but parents. Showtime. Daddy Murphy. Showtime's not bad. Showtime's a good show. Good Showtime show. has. Uh, a 2.3 on Letterboxd. So. Yeah, and you know it earned every one of those stars. <laughs> every one. Yeah. But, Jared, you can't you can't forget the resurgence of Robert De Niro in your favorite movie, The Irishman, or the Irishman. Hands. The Hands. The Hands movie. Or, or about and who, Frank, who could forget Frank, Frank his, Oz is the score. Frank Oz is the score. I, I actually like the score. The score is a really good show. I, I I mean I remember like you know I haven't seen it in like eight years. Well, you can watch City <laughs> by the more. City by the Sea. What about Joker, Jarrett? The incel uh, incel fanfic picture. Yes. It's great. And uh, Robert De Niro, he's pretty good. Well, little good. little fuckers. Uh, hey, I don't know if I ever yeah. saw little fuckers. I saw the, the first third. Two of those. Yeah. I don't know if I ever saw the third one. Can't remember. Can't remember. Good stuff, regardless. What is what is um, the, what is killing season? Holy shit! You, you guys um, know you know about this movie called Killing Season from 2013. I remember starring the name, Robert but... De Niro and John Travolta. You should check out uh, John Travolta's facial hair. Is it pretty premium? Mm-hmm. Okay, how far down is this Killing Season? Oh, jeez, that is really something. <laughs> yeah, it's startling. That is a. Like aggressive chin strap. It's from the director of Ghost Rider Daredevil, Simon Birch. Which which a, uh which ghost Simon Rider? Birch is an outlier there. That is mm-hmm. wow. Simon Simon Birch is a pretty good show. I'm still looking for this thing, but what uh which ghost rider, Jared? Not the second one, right? Because that movie's no, awesome. The first one. Mm. I, I, I know I'm the only person who's going to stand up for the second Ghost Rider movie. But yeah, you are. That movie's wicked. No. And everybody should know. They're all bad. Yeah. They're very bad. Uh, the second one's pretty good. Um, I'm going to still find this. But, uh, hey, uh, Big Sugar, did you watch any other films over there? Any other hey, movies? Can can I go to the bathroom? If of I go course. Boom, oh. boom, right now. <laughs> and then we'll... Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna leave it in. I'm gonna leave that in. It's, no, it's... no, don't do that. <laughs> do that. He does. He he does this to me all the time. I'll be like, "Can this you edit that right. out?" And he'll be like, like "No." Eric, you you told me to give you a cue. <laughs> I did, and he so played he, right into my hands. Like we're two hours into this. Oh, I should have. I, I should have warned go, you. Go, go to the washroom, yeah. you son of a bitch. Hang on, let me. Okay, hit, yeah. hit, hit, hit record now, so you can get, say that now, RJ. You want me to say that? Hey, go for it. Did you watch any other movies, Reese? Yeah, so I also, like, before the war with Grandpa, I did watch The Thin Red Line, which Ooh. I kind of mentioned a little bit there. Um, I really like Terrence Malick movies. Generally, the ones I've seen um, have been outstanding. And this mm-hmm. was something I, I thought... Like, I went in not really knowing what it was. I knew it was a war movie. I assumed it was a World War II movie. And I assumed that it was a World War II movie set in Europe. Because that's oh. kind, of what, uh, kind of 
assume World War II would be taking place there, like his uh, other more recent film, like uh, Hidden Life is also like a World War II movie, but it takes place in Austria and Germany. Mm -hmm. This one, completely unknown to me, um, takes place uh, in the Pacific um, and is way different. Um, Like, this movie looks awesome, and the music in this movie is great. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, this is actually like an ensemble cast of just a bunch of dudes like who are really good at acting. Yeah. Uh, so like, yeah, it's like, like Woody Harrelson, you got Adrian Brody, who I think like this might've been one of his first movies. Like this was pre pianist and like, he's excellent in it. Jim Caviezel is this pre Jesus. Yeah. Mm. pre-crazy right-wing guy no like pre you know the performance of the jesus chair that's what we're talking about but but yeah then after that though he's uh i didn't know jim he's deep he's deep in the that QAnon stuff i think oh Uh, well well he was good in that at least yeah anyways this movie is good um i liked it um so yeah that was one other thing I watched this week. Um, nice. So yeah, future creep, and I think I've, I think I've mentioned before. I don't know if you if you would remember, but because uh, I don't even remember when I've talked about it. I just know I have. That's the the first Criterion ever I ever bought. Before I even knew what Criterion was, I just liked the cover a lot. The Criterion cover, of the thin red line. I was like, that's mm-hmm. nice. I was like, I want that. I don't know what it is. Oh. <clears throat> So uh, I just looked this up on the Independent. Uh, the Passion of the Christ actor Jim Caviezel tells QAnon conference to send their enemies back to hell where they belong. J- Jim Caviezel evokes Braveheart in speech to QAnon conference. Yeah, that's a weird like problematic. Yeah, Braveheart I think is like a weird like QAnon dog point. type yeah. of movie where they're like, yeah, we. Everyone in QAnon loves Braveheart, and it's like, okay, I mean, whatever. The best picture winner? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm. Like, talk to me when you guys all like Green Book, please. Oh. <laughs> if that if that became some kind of, like, sleeper QAnon movie, <laughs> oh, my God, it would be amazing. Yeah. Release the Bellagio cut of Green Book. Yeah, save it for Christmas, your Green Book. Yeah. Yeah. What, what, the war on Christmas? For Christmas. Oh, I see, I see. It's Christmas Yeah, but I I know, it is a Christmas movie. And I know that uh, Reese was one of the biggest guys out there, the biggest supporters of getting that, the reenact, my entire reenactment of that movie out there. Um, yeah. it's a Patreon goal for sure. If we can get like a year's salary for me, I can, I can spend, I, I'll spend an actual year. I'll take a sabbatical and I'll do it. Like <laughs> if you guys can pay my salary, I'll, I'll make it. I will. Copyrights All be right. damned. Okay. You, know. you heard yeah. it. Everyone. They heard, they heard. Let's see. It's in their hands now. Yes, exactly. Yeah. But Thin Red Line is good show. Good show. It's a Do good you, uh, yeah. Any other uh, thoughts on that, or any other movies, or? 
Uh, what else you well, got? I, wa- I watched a, a documentary from a local filmmaker. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, it was a like a reasonably tough thing to watch. Um, so the the movie is called Kima Bipitsin, The Meaning of Empathy, and uh, it's made by uh, Elamaya Tail Feathers, who is a a local or a local to um, Kainai uh, mm-hmm. filmmaker. I think she lives in Vancouver now. Um, so this is a documentary about uh, the opioid crisis in southern Alberta and uh, it is uh, pretty tough stuff to watch Um, so yeah uh, it's really good Um, it's filmed really honestly Um, I think it's a important documentary to watch but Mm -hmm. uh, it's no uh, you know feel good movie like the war with grandpa so <laughs> yeah few few things are yeah i um i saw this was playing at our uh at the movie mill our second run theater and i was like oh shit i was like that's kind of cool i'd want to see that i just don't want to go to the theater but i know mm-hmm. you sent me uh the link to uh to where i can access the movie uh it sounds good man and i mean yeah. it's like it's kind of uh it's relevant for us because that's it's where we live right yeah so do you think so, that uh, do you think teenagers could watch this movie? Um, or is it or is it too rough? No, I think I, I think teenagers could watch it. It's uh, it's definitely a, a movie that I think everybody could watch. Like it's not like violent or um, you know, uh, there's no one who like dies in this movie on screen. So like, mm-hmm. it is uh, it's a good in that respect but it's like it's really real like it's opioid crisis stuff so like yeah mm. there's no uh, sugar coating some of that pardon the sugar the head sh- the yeah. sugar head yeah no it looks good it looks good and yeah. i know what jared's gonna ask is it loggable on letterbox it is you bet it's loggable on letterbox ah oh, hmm. shit nice 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 so yeah. I I actually met the director of this last year for, at for work. For uh, Cause she art gave, now? She, yeah, she gave a talk, so I had yeah. to, got to talk to her very briefly and run her slides for her. Uh, yeah. Can you explain what that means? Uh, you know about PowerPoint. You know about Zoom. Oh, <laughs> oh I know about PowerPoint. Oh yeah, yeah, buddy. Let me tell you. Yeah. Let me tell you. Yeah, do a little bit okay. of technical support. That's cool. Uh, she talked yeah, about her other uh, her other uh, film, uh, "The Body Remembers When the World Broke Open." Also a good show. Mm. That sounds cool. I like that. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, but this this movie, uh, it uh, it did. Um, I saw it and I was like, "That sounds good, man." I just uh, mm-hmm. haven't gotten around to it yet. Yeah, she was also in the uh, Blood Quantum. She's in Blood Quantum yeah. as an actress, or yeah, yeah she's an actor as well. Oh, okay. actor and director. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know that. Person of many talents, hey. Indeed. Uh-huh. Just like, uh, well, I was gonna say us, but no, we're not really up to that kind of. Th- <laughs> we're we we got a lot a way to go. So okay. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, I think that that is all I watched, other than. Uh, run this week and yeah that that's it 
Ran? 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 Ron? Ron? I, I, I thought it was Ron, too. Is it not Ron, Jared? I think it's, I think it's, it's Ron. I know. It's mostly Ran. Ran? There's yeah, some, there's, there's, there's some people who you'll see. You'll see. You'll, you'll, you'll understand. Oh, well, I, okay. I, yeah. Okay. Okay. We'll get there, I guess. Well, <clears throat> what about you, Jared? What have you been creeping on? Well, RJ, I yeah. watched a couple of, are these both 2016 movies? They are. And then I watched one other thing that I haven't logged yet because it's just going to be a surprise for both of you. So oh. I watched The Lost City of Zed. Uh, what is that? Uh, this is a period piece starring what's his name, Jax from uh, Sons of Anarchy. Oh, all Charlie, oh, yeah. Charlie Hunnam. Yeah, not one, yep. of my, not one of my favorite performers in the world. Uh, it also mm. very much co-stars Robert Pattinson, who is pretty thankless mm. in this movie. He doesn't really do anything. It's just like, oh, there he is under a beard. But I don't know. And he's just kind of there. Yeah, uh, Tom Holland is in this for a, a, a few minutes. Sp- Spider-Man himself swings mm-hmm. in. Um, Franco Nero, he shows up. You know, you all, you all know and love Franco Nero. It's one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this, this is directed by uh, directed by James Gray, uh, the man who brought us Ad Astra, The Immigrant, oh. Two mm-hmm. Lovers, We Own the Night, The Yards. Is this a uh, A24 film, Jarrett? No. This is a studio. Oh. This here is a studio movie. It harkens I... back to a different era. Like, this is, I don't know, if this was made 20 years earlier, it would star Brad Pitt. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. So, the tagline for this film, a man's reach should exceed his grasp. Or what's a heaven for? What does that mean? A true-life drama in the 1920s centering on British explorer Colonel Percy Fawcett, who discovered evidence of a previously unknown advanced civilization in the Amazon and disappeared whilst searching for it. What does that mean? Um, well, this is kind of like uh, Aguirre, Wrath of God, slash uh, Fitzcarraldo for regular folk. People don't like a lot of panache or style to their explorer films they don't i don't think they do because there's a scene that is like it's a full-on like almost a not an opera house but kind of an opera house in the middle of the jungle with an oil baron played by frank Mm. nero i guess because uh uh koskinski's dead so they can't they can't unfortunately died he did when (laughs) years ago damn nosferatu himself it's very sad. Damn. Sorry to break mm. it okay. to you. So anyway, Lost Sorry, City, or Zed, uh, it's about a guy whose dad did something to disrespect some old British society thing, and he's trying to get back in, get that name back in place and try to do and accomplish some things. Uh, he gets sent down to the Amazon, uh, Jeff Bezos' country, and mm-hmm. explores, explore down there because it starts off in like 19... 19- 1910 uh, he gets sent on an expedition he hooks up with James Pattinson who's a drunk and then he's suddenly not a drunk and then he never drinks again mm. that's that's the arc that's it? yeah and then um, they they run across some uh, some people in the trees that are throwing 
uh, arrows at them, shooting arrows at them. Uh, they avoid that, and they almost die. They come across some sort of civilization evidence of it, but they get get a pig, and then they leave. But this image of it sticks with them. He's like, I want to go back. I want to try to find it again. So it's about him trying to set up these differing expeditions to go back and try to find this place again, which he's unable to do. Uh, hmm. Yeah, I mean, this is Saturday afternoon viewing. Uh, a lot of the movie just felt way too truncated in terms of like letting you kind of get absorbed into the the feeling that the movie I think wants you to have. Like it's just like oh, it's just cut away from this. That's boring. Don't don't let the audience ever be bored. And mm. so it feels kind of like a Cliff Notes version of the story. I, mm-hmm. uh, it's got a pretty interesting ending because it's just kind of like no one even knows whatever happened to him. He, he just disappeared, and it kind of shows you what it speculates might have happened, but then it's compl- there's no resolution to what that is. And I don't know. It's not it's not about Cthulhu, RJ. Uh, why, why not? Exactly. Why not? Why, why, isn't, it, why isn't it Riley? <laughs> why, indeed? Well, you never know. Uh, do you, okay, so wait, is this a good movie? It's f- fine. It's okay. You're selling it, man. I'm not trying to. <laughs> like it's kind of like I don't know. I've seen some people drop some uh, some big four stars on this, and I kind of wanted to check it out. I guess because I'm always up for a 1920s explorer type of story. But mm-hmm. there are kind of like first cow. No, it is no first cow. I think it sounds like few things are. Yeah, <laughs> few See, things. You you went on your A twenty four kick a week early because we got the expert on A twenty four in here now, Jarrett. Mm-hmm. If only you had known. Yeah, well, I, I noticed the A twenty four neck tattoo on uh, Sugarhead. Yeah, I, it's, I kind of it's pretty hard to miss. It's across the entire <laughs> yeah, neck. the entire neck. <laughs> and then the the other the backside yeah. is a uh it's robert de niro in the joker face paint on That's the back right. of his mm-hmm. neck <laughs> and, yeah. and underneath it says Vavitch for some reason yeah some, some yeah. have said i'm a film buff so yeah some have said <laughs> nice i like it some might, like say, it. Some might say yeah well that sounds like a, a movie that exists yeah here. it is um uh, had either of you ever heard of this movie before i had i've never seen it though I don't know about uh, about you guys. Never heard of it. No. Wow. Okay. So, excellent job marketing. Because <laughs> <laughs> it only came out like five years ago, and I, I think it was a thing where it was kind of. I don't know if it did well because no one went. It was in theater though, by Jove. Well, let's see. When did it come out in the, in the United States? April twenty seventeen. Hmm. Is that good? Uh, I don't know. It premiered at the New York Film Festival in October of the previous year. Yeah, I don't What's, know. Yeah. I've heard of it. I've never seen it, though. So, you know, it's what it is. This is. Oh, look at this. Zed is pronounced Zed by the characters in the film, as per British English. It is pronounced Z by the British actors in the film's U.S.-made promotional videos to suit the local market. Silly. That is. Oh yeah, this movie was a big flop. Silly. Good. Oh yeah, a budget of thirty million and it only made nineteen. 
Mm-hmm. That's what that's what happens when you put uh, Charlie in your movie as, as your as your lead man. Joey. Well, that sounds like a movie that exists. Yep. Uh, what else did you watch? I, I watched Colossal, which is a. Oh yeah, about, is that a twenty four? It is not. It's kind of the. Mm. It's the pre A twenty four studio, uh, which is now called Neon. It used to be called. It was mm. so Draft House Films, uh, which I guess comes out of the the theaters in the states. That chain. Well, they started like the Alamo Draft House. Uh, those hip dudes, they they started up their own DVD line, and they were the ones, uh, you know, dusting off Miami connect Miami connection. Yes, uh, that yeah. that like so bad it's good movie. Is it Miami Connection? Uh, yeah, it's my yeah. You're thinking Miami. Okay, so anyway, I kind of caught onto their stuff. Back when they started putting out these Blu-rays with nice packages, they have the movie called like the F p and a bunch of odds and ends and they made about 34 they put forth like 34 movies out on blu-ray that were kind of like again like the movies that a24 would probably put out now but then there was like a split in what they wanted to do and half of that split was neon and that's where things like colossal comes from which is a movie that i didn't really notice this until i started watching the movie where i was like is that Anne Hathaway? <laughs> like, I'm like, which, mm-hmm. I, I had no idea she was in this, despite that there's like kind of like a stylized drawing of her on the front cover with a kaju monster. I mean, that's not surprising because you've been very vocally anti Anne Hathaway for years. People have noticed. Mm-hmm. So uh, we get it. So just, it, it's a movie about alcoholism, isn't it, Jarrett? It is. I, it says it is, but I don't know. <laughs> you don't buy it? Or no, what? no. Watch Barfly instead. This is not Ooh. that. Yeah. Th- so, That's a good choice. Okay. So Neon, RJ, uh, and, yeah. and Shug, uh, we got Portrait of a Lady on Fire, The Lodge, uh-huh. Three Identical Strangers, that Shirley movie, uh, that thing with uh, about Shirley Jackson with The, the Moss. Oh, yeah. The Moss yeah, Woman. Yeah. Yeah. Vox Lux, The Beach Bum. You know about mm. these? Beach Rats. I've seen a lot of these. Little films. Monsters, The Bad Batch. Wait, wait, wait. Little Monsters, do you mean the Howie Mandel, Fred, Fred Savage? Little uh, monsters? No, they did not travel back in time and produce that, RJ. Fuck them. Or shit. Or shit. Okay, anyways, yeah. continue. But like I said, they kind of have that. Um, you, look at these, you, you might think, hey, are these A24 movies? I mean, they do have that. They have the A twenty four vibe. They have, and, I mean, if we're talking about A twenty four vibe, we got the we got the guy. Yeah, we got him. You know about the, you know about this neon Reese. Well, yeah. I mean, like we we were just talking a little bit before, and one of the films that's coming out produced by Neon is this Memoria thing. So, uh-huh. I mean, worth noting. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think. Like with Criterion and like with A24, like you really only ever hear about the hits. You don't really hear about the misses. Like Portrait of a Lady on Fire is a wicked movie, and that mm-hmm. is slanderous on this podcast. Well, only according to one person. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I just got to say, I was never anti Portrait of a Lady on Fire. I was just always 
weary whenever there's hot buzz for movies and that's all it was that's all it was i thought portrait yeah. of lady of fire was a very good uh, a pretty good show is oh, what i yeah. oh so i think portrait i even i think i take this pretty good show didn't i i don't know right. the beach bomb like it, that is a mind-blowing movie so good mm-hmm. um the lodge i didn't care for like at all it's pr- i think it looks but, perfect for streaming yeah, it's was, it's like watch this on an iPod Touch, please. That's yeah. You watch know. it on a Shrek TV. Watch a Shrek TV or a, a toilet seat or something. You know, sure. Like, <laughs> it's, yeah, not great, but yeah, Neon puts yeah. out good stuff. I, I think it's all right. Mm-hmm. So colossal. Uh, if you don't know, if you don't know, uh, the sure. tagline is "There's a monster in all of us." A woman discovers that severe catastrophic events are somehow connected to the mental breakdown from which she suffered. Is that good or bad, do you think? <laughs> okay. So Anne Hathaway, um, she's got very big hair in this, and she uh, has a, a problem, a drinking problem uh, that is not yeah. not doing well with her relationship with Dan Stevens. Uh, who's who's got a job and she's kind of in between jobs and she comes home at like I don't know eight a.m. Uh, loaded, making up excuses and he's already packed her bags and says when I get back I want you gone and she's like oh, crushed and then of course he leaves and then a bunch of her party friends all show up as soon as he's left to continue the party and she's just standing there awestruck that her relationship's over and then we transition to her moving back home but. Uh, I'm not sure if it says like her parents just don't live there anymore or are dead, but there's a house that's like completely empty and she just finds the key under the, the mat. I don't know if you guys do that. Uh, you can let everyone know your address if you do so and have a good time. Mm-hmm. Uh, she lets herself in and she's like, well, she lives in this empty house with no furniture. So she, the first thing you do is, well, I gotta go get myself an air mattress. So I get somewhere to sleep. And she does, mm-hmm. she has this slung over her shoulder in a garbage bag. And she runs across a Jason Sudeikis. I know one of RJ's mm-hmm. favorite men. Okay. I, I know, I know ties are changing on him because of that Ted Lasso show, which yeah. I haven't watched, but I know everyone says it's a very wholesome, positive show when he's doing and everyone loves it. But I've always, and I know the reason he made that show was because he didn't want to play a, a prick anymore, but <laughs> every movie with Jason Sudeikis, he's just such a, he, I don't know. He, he's just a prick in all his movies. And I just, I didn't like him for that, but I mean, Ted Lasso, I guess might change that. I'll get there eventually. Okay. So it turns out they were friends in elementary school and, uh, he's like, Hey, you want to ride? And so she's like, sure. And then they go back to, uh, the family bar that his dad used to, uh, own and operate till he died. And now Jason Sadakis is the, the local barkeep. You know, he's a real Ted Danson. He has like this, literally, uh, yeah. He's he's got a, <laughs> okay. he's got a, he's got like two Woodies. Or a, no, yeah, he's got two Woodies. There's like uh, Tim Blake Nelson, uh, who plays kind of a conspiracy nut from The Incredible Hulk. Tim Blake Nelson <laughs> and, and uh, another show I'll talk about and uh, Austin Stowell, I will assume. So there's these two guys. One of them is a hunkier guy, and Anne Hathaway kind of likes this looks of this guy. Uh, which Jason Sudeikis does not like. Uh, mm-hmm. <clears throat> so there's there's drunkenness, getting loadedness, and stumbling about. And then 
something weird happens where the one night she got super drunk, uh, she wakes up and she finds out that South Korea, uh, Seoul, uh, was attacked by giant kaiju monster. And she's like, what? This is crazy. I can't believe something so horrible has happened. And then one thing leads to another. And she finds out that she is coincidentally linked to this. To this kaiju? To the kaiju. But not only that, um, so is Jason Sudeikis. Whoa, he's also he's ka- also the kaiju. Uh, nope, he's not a kaiju. But he, yeah, I guess it's like is he uh, a Goku? Uh, Wait, what is he? he? He's 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 a Gundam. What? Huge, Jared. Yeah, huge. He's a Gundam. Gundam. Yeah, he's a Gundam. So, but so you think like, well, that's all well and good, but they kind of figure out how to solve this problem Mm -hmm. i guess however the the other uh i don't know the turn of the movie is that this jason sudeikis guy he's not a good guy (laughs) what a twist what a twist he is a a he's a horrible substance abusing prick who lords his power over other people and forces them to hang around with him so he can abuse them in his way so that's the movie um I don't know. I can see why no one really cares about this movie. I can see why some people are pro colossal, but I don't know. This this ain't too special. Sounds great. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, I gotta do the hard work and find these movies and tell you if they're good or not. Allegedly. 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 Yeah. Okay. So, what's this mystery movie you watched? Well, I just posted it on Letterboxd. Really? Yeah. What do you What do you got here? Oh. Let's see here. Oh, Jarrett got woke this week, <laughs> Reese. With uh, I, I, uh, I'm like one click away. Hold on. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's something we've both seen, and uh, I know you're a big fan, and uh, I like the show. I had a few issues with it, but uh, I know I know you're a big fan of this one. What? It's an HBO the... series. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's after. Oh, oh! <laughs> all right, all yeah. right. So some people might call this woke men. Is what uh-huh. some 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 Philistines would call yeah. it that. So you watched a little Watchmen HBO? Eh? I watched. Yeah, think? I watched H- HBO's Watchmen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so this is some a great piece of scab entertainment. Uh, oh, because Alan Moore wasn't involved. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. The, the, gotcha. the, so it shouldn't exist, which has been gotcha. kind of been one of my uh, sticking points with watching it at all. But mm-hmm. so I bought this on Blu-ray a while ago, and just had never actually got around to watching it. I don't even. I, I had all intention because I saw all these people dropping these these five stars on it all day long. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of like, well, I don't know. But I've, I've also heard it described as like, well. It's not really a superhero story. It feels it's more like a science fiction thing. Um, yeah. So I was kind of like being like, okay, that might be all right. We'll see. But I, I knew nothing about this going in, mm-hmm. which is how it would have been viewed as it came out. 
Mm-hmm. And so I got to watch it all in one go. I'm not sure how you guys watched it. I know, RJ, you were kind of watching it week to week. Uh, not really. I think we started it before it was finished. So I think we watched most of them. And then we were doing week to week, like mm-hmm. in the back end. What okay. about you, Reese? Yeah, I did week to week, um, like as they came out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so this is kind of the Damon Lindelof show, mm-hmm. I, I guess. It seems like he, uh, Zack Snyder apparently was going to be involved with it in some way. Like, But they had no idea what it was. Mm. Otherwise, okay, let's do an, a Watchmen TV show. And then he kind of left it to go on to greater works, as RJ will report. And then um, the, the Lindelof, he was like, hey, HBO, remember The Leftovers? Well... I'm not. I'm not through with television on HBO yet. Let's let's do a little bit of Watchmen. I'm a big fan of Alan Moore Watchmen. Such such I a think... not 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 the man apparently <laughs> to, to not do it, but to to make uh-huh. it. Yeah. Well, once you once you do get to the leftovers, you might need to call Big Sugar. He can drop into the Skype call anytime because I know uh, I know he is also a oh, big wa- fan of the leftovers. Well, I watched the first episode of the leftovers. Ooh. Oh, shit. I w- well, tell us about Watchmen first. Okay. Well, I I don't know. There's not much to say about Leftovers at this point because I was kind of like, yeah, I, don't know, I don't know about this Justin Thoreau guy. I, I kind of... Give not- it time. You can't just watch one episode. Yes, give it I can. time. Watch a couple. Watch so, a couple. Sometimes you, gotta- sometimes you gotta go with your, your gut. Season we'll one... See. We'll see. Just, yeah, just give it some time. I know. Season one's good. I like season one. It's incredibly dark. Mm. Some would say overly dark overly dark but there's yeah, but, but there's I, dogs getting shot in it rj i know which and, I'm not and speaking of which watchmen my goodness the 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 animal violence which ones i don't remember <laughs> the, the cow is getting mown down by the by the seventh cavalry when they're raiding oh yeah yeah they're ah. just getting blown to chunks and they're being used basically as i don't know cover I forgot about that. Yeah. Or with the little uh, the puppy that's getting cloned. They're like, oh, would you be able to tell if this is a, a good match for these ones? Like, ah, it's a little too small. Okay. And it gets lowered into a little box, and then the thing gets closed. You're like, what happens to the puppy? That's a good oh, question. Good question. Yeah. Uh, what happens? I don't know. Garbage compactor? De-atomizer? Damn. Damn. Yeah, it seems like cloning is like, pretty easy in this universe. Uh, yes. So this is a story that picks up like whatever, 1985, we jumped to 2019, but it's Mm -hmm. alternate universe 2019. Uh, this, the story kicks off though in 1921 at the Tulsa massacre, uh, Mm -hmm. which is a thing that apparently people only discovered happened because of Watchmen. I, 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 mean, I guess. I yeah. mean, I, I had never heard of yeah. this. This is this is not being taught in Creepsville history books, um, and there had never really been a movie or anything about it. So it was new to me, and I thought it was uh, pretty uh, pretty dramatic stuff, pretty pretty ridiculous with this strafing biplane overhead, just doing whatever it wants to do because it's in the air, and you just have people dead all over the ground, a lot of black people, a lot of. A lot of angry white people with guns. Um, and at this point, I'm like, what is with this wicked music that's playing? And I'm like, and then of course, I'm like, what is like, what is this? And it sounds really familiar. And I went, oh, mm-hmm. 
It's uh, it's my good friends. They're 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 back. I, Which I good friends? Metallica. <laughs> yes, Metallica. They, they brought them in. Trent Reznor and uh, Atticus Ross, RJ. Right. They're here. Yes. Yes. Bringing they're that. Big fans. Bring that social networky kind of um, sound to things. But I think actually, re- like excellent. Like the the score on this show, I thought was really really good. Um. Mm-hmm. So uh, we get introduced to a a child who is orphaned by this this uh, massacre in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Um, it's very Superman esque. Uh, two parents mm-hmm. bundling up their their child to send him away from catastrophe. Uh, we even get to see where their the wagon as it escapes gets turned over, and he sees his home on fire. And then there's like a a little a little baby that mm-hmm. he also saves that I, I guess he winds up having a relationship with. Uh, potentially. <laughs> yeah, I think, right? Uh, potentially. Because, like, yeah. I don't and, know. It's been a while since I yeah, saw Yeah. So, okay. Anyway. So then we we jump ahead to – how does it go? Uh, I mean, you're introduced to – the new polices and the oh police yeah state. so, so yeah the, the other side yeah we're basically introduced to a a new paradigm uh at least mm-hmm. in tulsa oklahoma um mm. where, where the police and th- th- what's really weird about this is so this was like released in 2019 and yeah. before uh, all before covid and this is there's yes. a whole thing about masks <laughs> And like these masks, like so, like what the fuck is this? And yeah. uh, and master master for safety or something like that is like even a line. I'm like, oh my god, like this is so strange. Um, yeah, I mean, I I remember when I was watching it, it was pre COVID, and I thought I thought like I actually really liked the mask thing because it reminded me of um uh, Brian K Vaughn comics a little bit. Oh, the whole like, show just, is like, so I... is Brian K Vaughn-y. The cl- yeah. all those all the cliffhangers that each episode has. Well, that stuff and just like I, I actually I, I did really like the police state type stuff where it was like um, the cops like I don't know the regulations for like guns and like protection of their identities. I was like I was like that's cool. I really like that. And like and then the year later you see all this stuff with cops and you go oh. Well, it was even like oh, it, it'd been building up for the last few years, and yeah, like yeah, black, I think like Black Lives Matter uh, was reaching. One of its many crescendos, as it would turn out, yeah. uh, every summer, it's like, oh, things aren't really getting better. And yeah, then you have this show come along where it's like uh, the, the police are wearing masks to protect their own identities because they're at, which is actually not that far off from uh, if you're a cop, in, like a federale in Mexico, uh, you do have to essentially do exactly what they're doing here to, for fear right. of retaliation from these, you know, truck cartels that are essentially just armies like within this country and they get to do whatever they want it's like oh yeah no they'll kill you all look they'll kill you and your entire family like they're not fucking around so this kind of uh takes all these kind of real world things and kind of boils it down into essentially still like a a comic book it's very comic booky this show uh, mm-hmm. which is fine uh i've seen some people on this who are like really I don't know. They hate that. Hate they hate on this show. They are, they think it is horrible, which I don't get. Mm-hmm. I, I don't understand. Yeah. Like I, I watched this whole thing to the one night, and then I watched the the next seven uh, yesterday, just because I wanted to have it ready to talk about tonight. 
Um, mm. and it, and it was, uh, it was a pleasure to do so. Very easy to do. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a smooth show. Yeah. And, and dan- dense episodes, uh, the episode yeah. all about, uh, hooded justice. I was like watching it. I'm Ooh, like, yeah. holy shit. Like this is like a whole movie in itself. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I'll just skim through this. Anyway, I, obviously I, I really like this show. Uh, if I th- mm-hmm. think about it, uh, if I think about it a lot, I will start picking apart some very silly things. Uh, sure. Particularly the performance of Jeremy Irons in this. Uh, he, like I, he, I loved, yeah. I loved. Uh, for, I mean, if anyone wants to watch the show that hasn't seen it, world? well, there is a spoiler. RJ, Jeez. it's not a spoiler. <laughs> that could be taken so many different ways. It's, it's not to the third episode. Just saying, episode, the Ozymandias like world of mind, you know. RJ, that's not a spoiler. It, it, sure, it is. So anyway, uh, his arc is like amazing. I, I was like, so like, I loved it because I'm like, what is this? Like, it's just so mm-hmm. strange, and it makes total sense by the end of it because they're basically redoing the uh, the pirate story from mm-hmm. the original thing over the yeah. like kind of like essentially shipwrecked on elsewhere, mm-hmm. and they even have the flag on the site mm-hmm. with the every. It's all recalling this. Um, stuff and totally in a way that you don't even need to know what that is and then you get an explanation for it but there's these times where like the jeremy irons character he has this like bizarre accent he's doing which i mm-hmm. some sort of a weird american thing yeah. uh, but then he also tells jokes and the way like the they wrap up his story like in the last episode was like what the fuck <laughs> it's like oh like that's it, huh? A man who can catch bullets gets gets knocked out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like what the fuck? I don't know. That 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 was like that seems a bit silly. Uh, but that mm-hmm. was like kind of how all the original characters came off as. Like even uh, Lori, uh, as the FBI, Lori. Uh, she's so snappy in this TV show kind of way. It doesn't really yep. feel like the character. F- at all from the comic, but I guess she's also supposed to be like, you know, 30 years, 40 years older and mm-hmm. she doesn't give a shit anymore, but it's, it's almost to television, uh, as mm-hmm. opposed to, um, a thoughtful character. And then, then there's also the reveal of what's in her, um, like laptop bag, this glowing blue thing. And you're like, huh, that's it. Huh? <laughs> is it, um, is it, is it, is it candy? Is it sugar? I can't say. I mean, people might Perhaps. people might be wanting to watch it after my my uh, recommendation of it, which it is. I think uh, I, I think the show is All right. Yeah, no, I I thought the show. I had like pretty low expectations going in, but it got me going into it like right off the bat. And I'm trying to even think of all the episodes do. Uh, yeah, uh, Rorschach has become the. Uh, the Ur hero for uh, a new wave of white supremacists uh, that want to take back America. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's pretty rad, I guess. Like, it makes total sense. Because mm-hmm. it's like when you, when you read that comic, uh, the first time when you're maybe in junior high, high school, you're like, oh, Rorschach's so cool. Uh, but then as you like learn more about the world, and then reread, watch me, and you go, oh. And then you learn about like, how Alan Moore was thinking about uh, Steve Ditko and Ayn Rand and Mr. A and this sort of like political philosophy. And it's like, yeah, this is where this leads. And then it's like, well, mm. yeah. So, and then 
yeah, there's like pretty interesting callbacks and good casting. Uh, Tim Blake Nelson as uh, Looking Glass is mm. uh, really good. Really good. He even, he's even cracking open that can of beans, mm-hmm. Rorschach style, and he is kind of the, the, yep. the Rorschach. Um, mm-hmm. Good stuff like that. Uh, Don Johnson steps in for a cup of coffee. <laughs> uh, a lot of people. I think Regina King was fine in this. Like she was good, but there's mm-hmm. some people who were like talking about she's just this revelation, and it's like, yeah, okay. Tim Blake Nelson's uh, pretty good. Yep, I'll say that. Yes, I'll say that. Uh, yeah. We 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 I I I think we should have seen more Red Scare. Just, just not enough of him. There's not mm-hmm. enough of him. What about uh, what's the guy the the guy who wears the thing and greases himself up and slides oh, into the sewer? Uh, yes, you never who, see him. He, no, oh, that was awesome. So you never yeah. see oh, him again. Yeah, um, whatever. Yeah, no. So that is, I mean, it's pretty obvious based on the body who it is because <laughs> it's the is other. Is it obvious? It's, yeah, it's the other agent. It's the other what with. Oh, okay. uh, yeah, but but apparently but you never you never see them nope, again. You n- n- well, you, n- you also never see that guy's like I want I want custody of those kids. I want my visiting rights, and you never see that guy again. And you're like, why was that even in the story? It's like who was that man? I I guess it's just characters being characters, and then they That's disappear. Right. Well, they did kind of uh, on the because there's whatever it was, Agent Petey. Uh There was the thing mm-hmm. on HBO's page called Petypedia. And it has like oh, right, little, right, little yeah. additional notes, and I think there's like a letter in the last episode that basically says we found a bunch of silicon oil on his desk, and you're like, oh yes, of course it is. Yeah. Okay, it makes sense. You know what I thought was cool about this show? Like as it was coming out, they would also release a weekly podcast with Damon Lindelof, and it was like he would kind of go through some of the I don't know like lore and stuff that he was tapping into and kind of give clarification for some points and I also that at the end of this season of the show he was like yeah we're not doing another one <laughs> mm-hmm. we don't need to like it, it stands on its own like I don't need to make HBO any more money this was fine on its own um, yeah mm-hmm. I thought that was sweet so that, I mean that that's a good move. It's a good move. He says this is it. We're done. Done. Yeah. 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 Which, and, and which also it, makes it loggable and letterbox. Yeah. <laughs> that's why you did it. That's that's that's, exactly. that, that's that is part of why. Eighty percent of why. That's why this is loggable on letterbox, but every episode of Real Time with Bill Maher you watch, Jared, is not. <laughs> Damn, I know it's such Damn. a. I know Garrett's a big Bill Maher guy. Bill Maher completionist. So, Garrett, why the so why, <laughs> why, why does why does Black Mirror get each of its episodes on there? That's that's I, so silly. I, why does any of this shit? Why is any of this shit logable on here? I've I've mentioned this many many times. Half of the stuff is just just flat out TV shows, and they're logable, and people don't seem to give a shit. Like, like I don't know. Am I still here? Yeah. Boop, boop. Oh, okay. I, I thought I was booping for no, <laughs> no. Boop, boop. We, we, nothing to say to you. Oh, interesting. Mm. Moving on. Moving right along. Oh, that's cool that you liked it. Yeah. No, it's it's good, RJ. It's a mm-hmm. a good time. And then uh, Trixie from Deadwood shows up and then completely disappears again. 
Isn't that always what Trixie does, though? She's Trixie. Oh, the, the, the one thing that might have thrown me off, too, is for some reason I thought this was a 10-episode series. So as I was watching episode 9 winding down, I was like, what What are they going to do for the last episode? And, and, then, and, then, and then the disc yeah. ends. I went, oh, yeah, I guess that's as good a point as any to end things. Because the original Watchmen ends with that kid, that intern, reaching his hand mm-hmm. toward the big pile, toward the journal. Uh-huh. And it's like, well, is he going to do it? Is he going to do it? And I guess the answer is yes. Because it's probably yes, she's gonna she's mm-hmm. gonna, she's gonna walk out into that pool. Think so? Yeah, that's that's what she was doing. She's walking out onto that so? pool. No. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. I think that's because yeah. I mean the, the Rorschach journal went out. Yeah. It's you like think it's she it's can it's like, like walk the, it's, on water though. Oh, uh, again. We're getting into new t- some territory here for people who haven't seen okay. the show. All right, all right, that's fine, that's fine, that's Could, fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I thought that the, and the Doctor Manhattan episode I thought was um, as well done as that could probably get done with the scope of what they were doing. I've seen some people say uh, how Lindelof doesn't understand Doctor Manhattan, and I'm like, okay, sure. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It's, I mean, who really it's, understands Doctor Manhattan? It's all fake. It's all fake. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, he is a made-up character. That's yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I got a question today about. Uh, I was talking about neurons and shit, and uh, someone asked me. They're like, they're like, Have you ever seen Avatar? And I was like, yeah. And they're like, you know, they're like braid on their hair. They're like, are those like neurons like connecting into each other? And I was like, well, I was like, first, Avatar is not real. <laughs> But second, I was like, probably. I was like, James Cameron's a huge nerd. So I was like, yeah, that story checks out to me. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, well, just to reiterate. Got it. I have a, here's a question for you. Speaking of James Cameron. So the other day on, on Twitter, uh, one of these, uh, these people on Twitter, they were saying, my child's taking a film class, and they've been sent uh, homework to watch these movies, some of which I find of questionable rating for junior high kids and it's like the films are all james cameron movies so we're talking about terminator one terminator two true lies aliens the abyss uh titanic and avatar i mean the only one that i would say maybe maybe not would be true lies just for the stripping scene oh my what i mean i watched it as a teenager and it was awesome i i watched i I watched that in elementary school I mean, yeah, you're crazy, but uh, yeah, I, I saw watched... it. In, I saw it in theater. I mean, yeah, like we all watch True Lies. We all love it for mm. various reasons, but um, such a. I mean, getting getting it as assigned homework as like a twelve year old would so probably it's the, be. It's, it's seeing seeing Jamie Lee Curtis in uh, underwear is not okay. But I noticed you did not care about the Islamophobia of True Lies. I uh, I didn't know that was an issue. I always turned it off after the Jamie Lee Curtis scene. I never Cause, finished because you were done at that point. Wow, well, just it's a long oh, movie as was like two and a half hours. You get tired. No. You just can't can't always finish the movie. I see. See what I mean? Anyways, <laughs> what were we talking about? <laughs> uh, you were telling me about how you're afraid of women's bodies. No, no. Okay, so do you guys want me to tell you about all three seasons of Millennium? This will only take about three <laughs> hours. 
may, may, maybe next time, potentially. May, may, maybe next time. Do you want to talk about news, Jarrett? Sure. I know Reese has some Gundam news. I I don't have any Gundam news. I got I got other news. Ooh, what do you got? Uh, well, I got a, a email today from A24, and they said, <laughs> got a taste for horror? <laughs> Apparently, A24 is releasing a horror-themed, horror movie-themed cookbook. So, this thought, is it Feast. It like horror-themed. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Feasts, Delicacies, and Drinks, inspired by 29 horror movies from cult to canon, including Audition, Suspiria, Possession, Ganja and Hess, Midsommar, Trouble Every Day, The Shining, and The Vavitch. That is canon. Oh, um, shit. I, I have no idea what some of these recipes would include because I I don't know. Like, what, what do you even, like, no horror movie is like, man, I am so dying to eat what they were eating in that movie. I, I don't know. Anyways, A24, um, questionable that there. Um, other news, I'm sure Jarrett wants to cover these, but I'm gonna, you know, like, uh, talk about the February releases. Ooh, oh, welcome. February 2022 welcome. Criterion releases. So, RJ, you know about this, uh, <laughs> this written on the wind? Oh, I do. We've covered this, that film. It's this it's movie not bad. starring Rock Hudson. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's a real man, and he was a and he was an openly homosexual guy at a time where he was playing strong hetero uh, men. I, I, I don't, cool I, I don't know about the openly part, RJ. Oh, he wasn't openly. <laughs> oh, that came after that. All right. <laughs> yeah, he's a cool so, dude, regardless. <laughs> No, ne- RJ. Next, <laughs> next in February 2022, we got Miller's Crossing, a Joel and Ethan Cohen film. <sighs> what? Is that a good show? Is that no, a that's one good of show? Jared's favorites. It's one of the best okay. movies ever made there, RJ. You know, wow. you know this? Right, well, you know this? Maybe uh, I'll, uh, Reese, have you, seen, have you seen Miller's Crossing at all? No. What? You haven't gone through the Cohen Brothers filmography with a fine-tooth no. comb? My God! No, it's uh, I, it's pretty good. Yeah, pretty good I mostly show. just uh, I watch uh, Hail Caesar on repeat. That's oh, well, that explains it all, doesn't it? Who wouldn't? Yeah. Um, Did you get emailed so, about that uh, one too next... from May twenty four? Hey, <laughs> hey! If you're checking out the witch, you should uh, go and check out Hail Caesar. Right after, <laughs> it's pretty good. Right after, <laughs> there, eventually, there's gonna be a recipe book. And then maybe and, you guys and a punk and a Funko Pop vinyl. Honestly, the the thing is, like, they're really tapping into your brand here. Like F- food, a, a cookbook, a food book. I bet there's some sandwiches in there. All I know is I've always been like, you know, David Cronenberg's The Fly. I've always mm-hmm. been like, I wish I could eat Jeff. Uh, like, Jeff. <laughs> you know, I wish I could eat Jeff. Eat Jeff. I, I, I wish I could eat what he's becoming as a fly. That's Br- all I've brundle? ever wanted. You want, you want a slice yeah, of brundle? brundle fly? I was like, a, a, oh, a man, brundle cake. So good. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Any body hoarder, body horror. That's what I want in the cookbook. Mm-hmm. <laughs> good stuff. So uh, then next up we got love affair. 
starring Irene Dunn and Charles Boyer. This one, it's great. Uh, Leo yeah. McCary directed. Yeah, who could forget Leo McCary? Exactly who, who what could? I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. what, I mean, you're not a big fan of Make Way for Tomorrow? I am I might be one of the biggest, to be honest. Yeah. It's, who's to Who's to say? And then say? Uh, lastly, we've got uh, boat people. Mm-hmm. Man, you can never go. You can never have too many boat people. Let me tell you. Well, I mean, me boat people are um, refugees. Yep. So, oh, I would argue you probably could have too many boat people. So, wow. I, I thought we were going the other but, end of that. We were just I mean, people who enjoyed being on boats. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm just if, uh, yeah. saying, like, the, the circumstances are horrific, so I wouldn't want sure. there to be sure. a ton of refugees. So, gotcha. Um, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, that's Fair coming enough. out uh, in February of 2022. That's all the news I have. Oh, man, we should bring it back for every month so I don't have to do that ever yeah. again. Oh, yeah. I, I love it. Yeah, we we well, gladly maybe, maybe we'll, we'll uh, Sugarhead can have like the new, well he can do a pre-record and send it in <laughs> like a, like like a news correspondence and, <laughs> and he can Sugarhead news yeah we got the match releases <laughs> you know things like mm-hmm. that you got to do it in the <laughs> the Orson Welles uh, kind of yeah okay I think it's like the new transatlantic accent or something that's what it's called yeah. It's definitely what it's called. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I have no doubt about that. That's definitely what it's called. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I, I, I love that. Um, I got some news for you guys. The Gundam stuff was there's just a picture of Netflix's live action Gundam. That's all. Nothing. Whoa. Big. Live action Gundams, Reese. I know you're a big Gundam guy. I'm gonna look this up. Yeah, it's it's just a picture of a Gundam. It looks like a computer generated thing. But apparently Netflix is making a Gundam show live action. They're also making that Avatar Airbender live action. But Cowboy Bebop came out and people were pretty, pretty like low on it. So mm. I don't know. I've never seen any of. The, well, I've seen Gundams, but I haven't seen Avatar or Cowboy Bebop. So I have no opinion. I got no horse in that race. You still, you still, oh. you still haven't watched Cowboy Bebop. It just got added to Netflix, so I will watch it now. It like the the actual anime just got added, so I'll check it out. You know about that Cowboy Bebop, Reese? Never seen it. Oh, come on! It's supposed to be good, allegedly. But you've seen Neon Genesis. I have. Okay. Yes, he has. Well, yeah, you should watch Cowboy Bebop too. We we frequently share uh, Neon Genesis merch, like uh, like sneakers or like wireless headphones that are Neon Genesis uh, themed, and <laughs> they are about, awesome. But they about, are always. Uh, so expensive. What about Oscar body pillows? No thanks. No, no. thank you. No Jared. How about Ray with her bandaged eye, broken arm? <laughs> Get that body pillow. Oh wait, I, I we, we sold like those at Showcase Con and Hobbies back you in sold like Ray body pillows <laughs> at Showcase. Oh yeah, buddy. Oh, and, and the guys you who bought them, they're exactly what you'd expect. <laughs> Did you get a record of these guys in case anything happens? I could, I'll, I could, we'll take it off of the air. Oh, oh is this someone I actually know? Uh, oh, no. no, 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 no. I don't think so. No. Okay. Oh, buddy. Hey, wait, I, I actually... <laughs> I'm going I'm to break... I, I don't know what Jared's laughing about here. Okay. Well, it seems... This is... <laughs> 
I'd like some pen pen stuff, but not a, not uh, a, not you know a, what? There's a real shortage of pen pen in this world. That's too bad. I'd like a pen pen pillow. Like it doesn't got to be a full body pillow, but just a pen pen pillow would be cool. Here's my actual news, and then I'm done. On Reddit today, I just read. Uh, before I look at this picture, plumbers expecting big Brown Friday following Thanksgiving feasts increases in sewage likely. So there's going to be a big Brown Friday coming up here soon. Just so you guys know. And I'm, I'm seeing a picture of this pillow and it is, it is not good. It is not good. You guys, uh, I, let me take a peek here. The caption is not, not good. Yeah, no thanks. Uh, oh, thank you. Anyways, how do you guys feel about Big Brown Fridays? <laughs> I feel, I feel, it feels bad, but it feels good once it's out of the way. The Brown Friday or yeah. the pictures that you're sending us? Okay, wow, Garrett. Hey, it's got big. It's got big. It's got big. <laughs> this is a PG show. It's gonna say. You can think, <laughs> I, I, I gotta say, Sugarhead works for an actual. Like an actual place of business, and he might get flagged for don't, questionable well, don't, content. Don't use a work computer. Um, so all around bad stuff, and uh, that's that, I guess. Right, Chair? That's right, RJ. That's that. That's that. You can place your orders at that site I sent you. For the body pillows? Yeah. And for no, thank Brown you. Thursday. Uh, yeah, I won't. There's going to be a big brown... Big well, brown. you don't have to tell us about it. That's fine. It's between you and the pillow. Yeah. Just, 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 don't, just don't get your mom to clean the pillow, okay? Ugh. Jarrett. Jarrett. <laughs> RJ, got any news? The other, other than the brown? No, it was just the big brown. That's all I had, man. Big Brown. Damn. You? Uh, well, I mean, uh, Reese kind of stole my thunder there. So. Sure did. Uh, good. I see good. Uh, Gordon Lightfoot is trending in Canada at the moment. When is he not? That's uh, my question. More often than not. That's not true. It's his birthday. Not true. Oh, System of a Down is trending as well. New album? That'd be cool. I like System of a Down. Uh, I'm sure you do. They got good music. Nothing not to like. That's what I say. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. if there's nothing else. There's not. Good. We've got a movie to talk about. Okay. After the break. Um, going to catch arrows to the eye. Who? You. I got some troubles, but they won't last I'm gonna lay right down here in the grass And pretty soon all my troubles will pass Cause I'm in sugar town I never had a dog that liked me some Never had a friend or wanted one So I just lay back and laugh at the sun Cause I'm in sugar town 
And we're back. This is the Criterion Creeps podcast. And tonight we're talking about Run. <laughs> Ron? What are we talking about? Ron, we're talking about Ron. Oh. <laughs> Captain like Ron? Captain Ron. From Captain next... Ron? Yeah. Are you talking about the Kurt Russell film? Yeah. That's did a good you, show, did, man. Did you guys know? It was also directed by Akira Kurosawa. Well, I knew that. I mean, everyone knows that. What are we talking about? Ron from 1985, directed by Akira Kurosawa. Uh, Tagline for this film, RJ. The greatest Shakespeare film. Wait, 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 wait. Is that that just it? The greatest Shakespeare film? Yep. Are they forgetting about Shakespeare and love? Because that won Academy Awards, man. It's true. It did. It did. And uh, for our YouTube listeners, that weird disembodied voice you're oh. hearing on top of RJ's is uh, Sugarhead. That's it. That's, that's all you need to know. Hi. <laughs> he's, Hello. He, yeah. yeah, he he hacked in and uh, he's on. We've just accepted it. Yep. He knows about yep. Gundams and sandwiches. Yes, he does. We, uh, we needed a foremost sandwich authority for this episode and we could think of no one better than uh, Big Sugarhead here. So if you don't know who he is, you only listen to YouTube, you might have to start listening to the rest of the episodes too because uh, there's some sandwich talk in there. Right, Jared? And you can hear about uh, 29 delicious recipes from horror films. You can hear that. Absolutely. can hear some cereal talk from Sugarhead. Oh, and uh, so much. the biggest thing, I'll, I'll, I'll pass it off to Sugarhead if he wants to say anything, but uh, we got him here because he has actual experience in feudal japan he knows what's going on here so he was there all that time ago and uh a lot of people give a shit for not understanding feudal japan so uh we got one we got someone to actually clean this up a a heavy a heavy hitter who has nothing but deep respect for japan and the japanese people yeah confirmed Mm. indeed with so uh Ron, yeah. <laughs> legendary director Akira Kurosawa reimagines Shakespeare's King Lear as a singular historical epic set in 16th century Japan. Majestic in scope, the film is Kurosawa's late life masterpiece, a profound examination of the folly of war and the crumbling of one family under the weight of betrayal, greed, and the insatiable thirst for power. What other insatiable thirsts do they have? Sure. Bane statues. Hey, we never talked about the Bane statue, but I mean that is a it's a Patreon exclusive, and I feel like we'd be remiss if Sugarhead didn't see the Bane statue. Oh man, is that it... is like very cool. Oh, don't say yes. that. Yes, it is. You well, cool. well, actually, no, it's true. You should buy it from yeah. RJ. He's selling it at a good price. Yeah, hey, a lot of 300 people bucks. think that darkness is their ally, but RJ was clearly you, born in the dark. Well, you I, I you too you, well, you too could be born in the dark for a low low price of <laughs> uh, 300 American dollars. Anyone <laughs> well, listening? Well, uh, wire not, that not, to me. Not that deep. <laughs> well, it's the same price as a Batman 2 277, I believe, or uh something of the sort. Oh. So, yeah, if you uh, if you're listening and you would like a Bane statue signed by Myself, Jarrett, Sugarhead, and we might be able to get Akira Kurosawa to sign it as well. We'll try. Mm. 
Um, yeah, low, low price of three thousand dollars. It's yours. No problem. No problem. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, Sugarhead, do you know about this Kurosawa? You hear about this guy? You hear about this? You seen this? I I've heard a little bit about um, Akira Kurosawa. Yeah, we have um, watched. Uh, I don't even know what we're at now. A dozen. Like on, in, on, yeah, in, in our in our. Uh, in our creep at this point alone. So I feel like we're like real experts. So just curious where you're coming from. So yeah, I've seen a few, not a dozen less Mm -hmm. than that. Um, I've seen uh, Rashomon. I've seen high and low and I have seen Ikiru, which to me, I, when I watched Ikiru, I thought that was uh, one of, the best movies ever. Um, that's a great, great movie. Um, you never seen Seven Sam? I haven't seen basically any of Kurosawa's samurai movies, which is why I thought this one would be a great one to uh, to hop in on. Okay. I, the, the, I at, at the at the end <laughs> of, of yeah. his career, yeah. And this is the, this is the last movie, right? And then he died. No, he he made one more. Dreams. Uh, uh, I th- I think he actually made might have even made. One more after that in the nineties. This is his last big one. Yeah, Dreams is pretty big. Too. Like is also kind of well regarded as well. But yeah, Ran's like I think his last samurai movie, Ron. Okay. Uh but yeah, Ron. Ron. Uh so I think Sugar I think you've seen all the the big ones, except for maybe seven samurai, which is which is fine. Like high and low is super, super good. That's uh peak stuff. And then uh, I would be curious to see think see what you think of Seven Samurai because I have on record as being a big supporter of that where Jared is so so, uh, but it is a it's a big boy it's a chonky boy it's like what is that three and a half hours yeah, Seven Samurai both that it's fucking long, uh, so it's a it's a whole day event but uh, I really like it most people do Jared's wishy washy but a uh, good one so yeah this is a good one to jump on for a uh, first samurai flick I think. Do you like Kurosawa? Do you think he's a nice guy, or do you think he's a not nice guy? Oh man, I if I say he's a nice guy, I feel like Jared is gonna pull up something where he like, you know, <laughs> round pets or something, and I'm gonna look really what? foolish. That classic Jared just be like, yeah. "Well, so you like Kurosawa, huh?" <laughs> Well, that only happened about five times today when Reese, yeah. uh, Sugar here was just like, yeah, this guy's not bad. And uh, Jerry's like, well, did you know? Yeah. Let me tell you about how he's in with QAnon. Yeah. He, he sneezed on an old person intentionally. And then he started QAnon. And then we go, oh, shit. <laughs> That's it. All shit. Yeah. Uh, okay. 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 Well, yeah, we watched a lot of these. How about that? How about um, Bill Shakespeare? Shitty Bill Shakespeare, as it turns <laughs> out. <laughs> yeah, what do you think of Bill? Shitty Bill, uh, Reese? Are you a Are you a fan? Oh, I'm on record as being a, a Shakespeare supporter, though I haven't really read anything of his since like high school. Um, actually, didn't read King Lear um, in high school, but um, like Hamlet is awesome uh romeo and juliet and romeo and juliet the baz Luhrmann movie both awesome 
Yep. Uh, Mary yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I'm. I like Shakespeare. I think the stories are, um, you know, used today because they're still as relevant as they were back then. So yeah, I'm I'm down with Shakespeare. People like their themes and their hubris. Uh huh. Yeah, I mean, there's something to that too. Like Shakespeare, I know uh, some people really die for Shakespeare, and it's like, yeah, I get it. I mean, I I never was huge into it. Just don't watch those Lawrence Olivier movies. Well, yeah, don't watch those ones. But I, I do agree with you. There's a reason they continue to get replicated because you know we, as people, we tend to repeat. Uh, behaviors and over long periods of time and generations and that's why these stories are somewhat timeless to sound weird and lame but uh, yeah it's like you ever seen Sons of Anarchy that's totally Shakespeare you guys mm-hmm. you ever it's, seen that really is it, it, with, it really with, is with my Jared. boy Charles Hunnam. <laughs> Charlie Hunnam Hunnam is quite the thing to seeing RJ sneeze in on mute. I don't even tell, but <laughs> holy shit, my headphones came off. That was a powerful sneeze. Hell of a thing, hell of a thing. So this hell of a film, thing. this Kurosawa film, just in case we've uh, chased off anybody who wanted to hear an, a serious take on this movie, potentially. Uh, I mean, uh, King Lear. Uh, I've never sure. read it. I've never read it. RJ, how you how you how you you liking that Lear? I read it almost, almost every month. Once a month, at least. Yeah, you're into leering, huh? Yeah. Oh, I'm big, big <laughs> leerer over here. Mm-hmm. Big leerer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I've never read King Lear. I think I've only actually read uh, a couple Shakespeare things. Probably Macbeth because of high school, and then maybe one or two others, but not a lot. I know Shakespeare stories, but I've never actually read a ton because okay. you know, old English is difficult. And some people will be like, it's not hard. And it's like, no. Well, one it's not RJ, easy. it's not old English. Shakespearean English. Is that what you wanted to hear? <laughs> yeah, I'm Rob English right now. That's <laughs> how he talks. Of course. Anyways, of course. So, what are we... so anyway, so this movie, it opens out uh, on a grassy field. There is a hunt. Hunting mm-hmm. some, some game, some boar, I think. Yeah. Um, and then we transition to like a, a tea. Everyone's having some drink and a little picnic. There's lots of primary colors. Uh, there's a, the, the old Lord and, uh, he's being met with like kind of two underlords. And then there's three other men in primary colors, uh, that we're going to learn are his sons, uh, from old to young. Uh, the, the deal here is that, these two underlords have daughters and they want to marry them off to the next available son, uh, which is son number two. Um, and it's like, well, yeah, the, the old man, he's, he's got to have a think about this because he's, uh, starting to come and go. He's starting to nod off in mid sentence. Um, there's a, a little, a little interlude we get with the court jester who man, oh man, <laughs> This this stuff sometimes. I don't know if this is no theater stuff, but it, mm. it, it just makes me go, "What is this all about?" He's like looking off into the distance, and everyone turns their head, 
because it's old timey entertainment. <laughs> this is like this was uh, this guy was the, the Jim Carrier of his time. <laughs> I mean, few people could achieve that. You got to remember, Jerry. They don't have TVs. They don't got 4K in feudal Japan. There's no 4K there, bud. Mm -hmm. No 4K. No 4K. You really got to sell this stuff. Because if you don't, they'll see through that. And then uh, you're done. Your career is done. As court jester, that's a sodded, (laughs) much sought-after career, bud. Buds. It's not too bad. It's not too bad. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, um, Hidatora, that's, uh, that's our King Lear. The, the Lord. Um, mm-hmm. He's being presented with these choices, and I guess he, he goes to have an, a, a nappy poo. Uh, a what? The, a nappy poo. Okay, is that like a boom boom or? No, not, not, <laughs> no, no boom boom involved, but I don't know. He is wearing white robes, so I guess that would have been an issue if it had happened, but it did not. Yeah. Uh, and then I think it's the, is it the youngest son who cuts some branches and makes him a nice little umbrella canopy so he doesn't get all sunburned? Uh, or maybe. It, or is it Ta- Taro, the the eldest son? Probably wouldn't be Taro. Probably wouldn't be the middlest one. Sab- Saburo. Saburo, because he is the best one. He's, he's the most the, outspoken. Yeah, he's the, well. He's the he's one the that. Best. Yeah, he's the Cordelia of uh, of our set piece here. What do you uh, mean by Cordelia? Uh, that's in, in King Lear, RJ. Uh, there's it's it's not three sons. It's three daughters. <laughs> I know it gets very confusing, and these lords, their stand-ins. Uh, was it the Lord of Gloucester? Oh, fuck, Gloucester. Gloucester. Damn. And, and then there's okay. like I'm sure there's an earl somewhere. There always is. There's always an earl. Yeah. Maybe even a duke or two. You or, know what I mean? Or three. Uh, so there's some good costume designs going on here. We got some primary colors. Um, the, the jester is kind of wearing like quite the eighties outfit mm-hmm. aesthetically. Uh, and then the other two Lords, there's one in black, there's one in gray. And then, uh, uh, Hidoro is in white. Do you think that means anything? Or is this like, that looks nice. I think that's, it's really just about how nice that looks. Are you trying to say that there's a metaphor of some kind no, in there? No, I'm absolutely sure. not saying that. Good. I wouldn't want. I wouldn't want you to say that. Well, well it I turns think out it's also so you can like pick out the... pick who pick out yeah. who's who. Yes. Do, do, do you think he was thinking about uh, us Americans, us Canadians, that uh, maybe be like I don't know who's who. Oh no no! Like I mean, like their their armies. And stuff to differentiate between the color them. coding, the color coding, yeah. I think just yeah, like I, you would have a flag or I, something, yeah. I guess, I guess, yeah. I mean, I just think of it as like of a cinematic. Oh, and it looks nice, yeah. Yeah, because that. I mean, what's his name? Umbrellas of over umbrellas of Cherbourg, whatever. And I don't know. It probably the movies that Kurosawa was watching and loved and whatever. Like you use primary colors. It's a uh, pretty easy. And if you can pull it off in a movie shooting a color, it, it looks great. Everyone loves that. La La Land, right? Allegedly. 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 Well, huh? uh, so King Lear wakes up and he's got a great idea. And he's, Wait, he's what's gonna, his idea? He's, he's going to give the, he's going to give everything away. He's gonna. He's just gonna like. He's not even gonna wait till he's dead. 
He's just gonna he's gonna carve everything up now. Well, the getting's good. Um, and he is going to instead of the the deal in King Lear where he wants his daughters to like sweet talk him and tell him how fawn over him. Uh, he's just going to split it up three ways, or I guess he's going to give it to Taro. The eldest son, and then they're all going to figure it out, kind of between the three of them. Well, that's not well, gonna, that's not going to work great, is it? Yeah. Well, yeah, he divvies it up, but he says, "Oldest guy, you're the guy." Well, which is which is not atypical, that uncommon. It's like yeah. your the eldest son kind of becomes the next in the lineage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, makes sense to me. But that's he's how like, this podcast worked. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly from from Papa Pod. <laughs> wow. Yeah, there's Grandpa Podcast, mm-hmm. you know, Joe Podcast. He's yeah. the one who started it. And now we're here, and now we're trying to pass the reins on to uh, Sugarhead. So, yeah. Just the take over. So the idea that uh, Hidatora introduces, uh, Saburo's like, this is a terrible idea. <laughs> this this is this, uh, yeah. this isn't going to work at all. And, of course, uh, Hidatora being like, what are you doing? You're supposed to be my kid. you got to respect everything I say because I'm your dad. Um, and even, I don't I can't remember which, um, underling it is. The advisor, that is, uh, Kuragani? Uh, no, not, that's the wrong one. Uh, I think his name is Keith. Keith? Big, yeah. Keith, big Keith? <laughs> yeah, I know it's a strange name Tango. for, like, Tango. Uh, feudal... Tango, Tango, yeah. Tango. Tango. So Tango, he's also like, hey, you, you, you pay me to tell you the truth here, bud. And it's, yeah. and it's like, yeah, you shouldn't be like, you know, talking about disowning your other son and doing anything like this. That's just nuts. Like, you're, not, you're not thinking straight. Mm-hmm. Co- cool it. And he's like, mm-hmm. well, enough of this. And he turns his back. And uh, that basically ends our first scene. Uh yeah yeah, uh, and then then the next scene things are in motion. Things are like it's happened. It's all gone down, yeah. and Hidatora is uh, li- living the life. He gets to retire. He's got his little retinue of uh, thirty or forty guys that he gets to hang out with forever. But he's still in the mind that like, well, I'm still I'm still in charge. I'm I'm, I'm still Papa Pod, so I, I I can kind of still do what I want. However turns out that he's kind of just relegated himself to a living ghost as he now gets to watch uh, as everything he's worked toward begins to fall apart before his eyes and you just see his sons turn to real pieces of shit. Like Duncan style? or Absolutely. Body pillow (laughs) action. Yeah. Yeah, body pillow, bad dude kind of stuff here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which body pillow would uh, do you think Kurosawa would have had? If he could have had a body pillow of any kind, what do you think it would have been? This is a big question. Uh, Asuka. <laughs> Kurosawa would have had an Asuka <laughs> body pillow? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I mean, that checks out. I can't, I can't argue that. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. The Taro, as soon as he gets a little bit of that power, he just starts being like, no, 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 I'm in charge. And I'm going to even take a little bit more of that power. And uh, so his, you know, obviously the the retinue of men hanging out with um, not King Lear, he, uh, they are 
having problems with uh, their new lord's men. There's some scraps mm-hmm. in the courtyards. They even go to kill uh, the, the jester who's still palling around. And just before he's able to get got, that dude gets arrowed by uh, Hidetoro. And it's, you get this big mm-hmm. zoom in. <laughs> he's like hanging out of that window. That that, that was that's pretty cool. awesome. Yeah, yeah. I, was... I like that a lot. Yeah, yeah. And of course, this Good this stuff. this is a problem. So like you can't just go around mm-hmm. killing my men. I mean, they were just going to kill that jester a little bit. I mean, you, you, what are you doing here? Mm-hmm. And so he's like, "Yeah, you got to go. You <laughs> you're getting uh you're 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 alive, and that's a problem. So it's going to send you packing." Uh, my note here was like, hey, maybe this whole system of rules sucks. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. Do, do you mean monarchy, Jared? Yeah. Monarchy is bad? Okay. I, well, I mean, I mean, we'll have to ask uh, Rob English about that someday. I mean. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, he's still under that. You got to be careful. They're going to read his emails if he's talking <laughs> they, down to the monarchy. They, they might send him to the Tower of London. <laughs> uh, they're going to send him somewhere, bud. <laughs> Yeah. Somewhere you don't want to be. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to be there. That's for sure. Oh, no Eng- one wants to be there. Yeah. Yeah. In England, yeah. it's been it's been wildly like confirmed on this podcast. Nobody wants to go to England. Well, nobody. I've definitely said that there's a, no sensuality there. I mean, I know that's why you don't want to go because you <laughs> yeah. feel that there's no sensual eroticism in England. No, I don't want to go for different I, reasons. I'm fine. I'm fine for going. It's just going to be a gray morass of misery and suffering. That's my speed. But I mean, you could be like you know a little a little sensual with that, right? Don't just uh, do don't mean, just don't just do wallow you... in the film. Don't be. I mean, don't I be. The... Don't be a Mike Lee film. A, I think the biggest issue is how do you make gums like sensual? Because that's what you get a lot of over in England. A lot of gums. Gums. Just uh, corn pops. Just, yeah. Just, oh. <laughs> Call regular corn pops or? No. <laughs> yeah. Potentially. Okay. Um, so uh, the Lord, he goes to son number three. Mm, yeah. Okay. No, uh, no. He, or, goes, well, he or, goes to the first one. He gets upset. Then he goes to the second. Yeah, son. yeah. Goes. It's like and then go, second it's, son's it's like, got his own plots. It's, it's yeah. He's got his own scheme and, and plots. He's like, I don't want my older. I can't live with my older brother. He's an asshole. I want to be the asshole. Um, mm-hmm. but well, we get a we get a very fine piece of uh, action, big battle storytelling. Um, okay. Around this point, which is for me the highlight of the whole movie, is this one whole sequence of Taro's attack on Brother Two's castle. Uh, yeah, that, it's pretty, it's pretty dope scene. Pretty good. This is quite the bloodbath. Uh, we get all the uh, kind of not even, not samurai action exactly. This is just like soldier fighting and. Just blood, like literally blood, very watery blood, just pouring down. People getting arrows to the eyes, people walking around with arms, death abounds. Mm-hmm. And it looks great. Yes, uh, it does. Like it's, it's pretty um, interesting just like how gray everything is, the buildings, the sky. And then like when there's yeah. these big explosions of red or fire, and it makes it makes total sense. Uh, it's kind of like, hmm. 
this, this seems to be slept on a lot in uh, movie making. I don't know if it's because it's hard or it's like, oh, Ron already did that. <laughs> don't want to do it again. Maybe they just got a film in England where it's already gray, and then yeah. no matter what they do, it's going to pop. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, we get some Western classical music over the mayhem. Uh, I wrote some pretty sweet ass ghoul cinema here of all the just like lot, this piles of dead bodies, fully realized. Uh, you're just like, huh? I, I didn't know the old man had it in him. How old was he? <sighs> Uh, he was like seventy. Yeah, three. That sounds right. Mm. Yeah, pretty old. Pretty, pretty good. Old. Um. So yeah, the, that happens. Uh, Taro gets killed. Uh, older brother is dead. He's he's <laughs> accidentally killed. Sure. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and yeah. what was wild about that was like, it just kind of happened. Yeah. Yeah. It was like off camera. Just, yeah, it was basically like they just showed it for a second, and that was it. And I was like, "Hold on, that's one of the main guys. Come on, yeah." Mm-hmm. You said I thought we would be alerted of this a little bit more. Yeah, exactly. Not the case. Um, a little bit of pageantry there. Uh, and nope. I guess mm-hmm. one of the center images of this too is like Hidetoro is in this castle as it is just being like destroyed and people are being slaughtered he's just sitting there just with this expression yeah. of like he's just zoned out or mortified by how everything's turned out where this is where that uh the title of the film comes up which is chaos or turmoil in english i thought it was because everyone ran a lot in this movie is that not why did, this movie is called what it is there's, some, there's a little bit of running there i mean there's a lot of sauntering there's a lot of. You remember when the old man runs off like near the end, off into the just out in the fields. There, there's a lot of running in that scene, yeah. Garrett. Yeah, horses. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to like yeah. rattle any cages, mm-hmm. but that's a lot of running. Okay, all right. You know what I mean? Uh so then brother number two, he goes to take his place uh, as the the lord of the land back at castle number one, uh, and he gets to meet. Um, Lady Macbeth, essentially, mm-hmm. um, who was married to Taro, and she's like ready to kill this guy for killing her husband unless she tells her tells him exactly what happened or who mm-hmm. killed her husband. And we start getting a, but of course one of the problems that she wants to like saddle up to this new guy, but he's married, so she starts scheming on how to get rid of this uh, this problem, this other wife. What's the problem? Oh, my. You gotta be only married to one woman, so she so she can pull mm-hmm. the pull the strings, yeah. pull the strings, RJ. Mm, gotcha. Um. So yeah. So she's encouraging brother number two to to push harder, faster, get revenge on that old man, that lord. We got we got to seal the deal. We got to take. We got to seize all the power. How much? All the power. Okay. Gotcha. Um, yeah, and then, I don't know, the, the rest of the movie kind of plays out from there. Uh, he, as he moves down to, the, he finds his, you know, son number three, um, Tango, they reconvene. Um, but, and, you know, uh, Hidetaro is, like, completely out of his mind. 
he's 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 all in shock at all the things that have happened. He again, like like I said before, he's like a he's a ghost who's been he gets to be damned to watch everything happen instead of just being dead, I guess, and not worrying about things anymore. He gets to see everything that he built up uh, turn to shit because he should have known better, or just like you know wrote things out at the time. Um, yeah, and kind of like a lot of Shakespeare. Uh, a lot of, everyone kind of winds up dead or maimed. Mm. Uh, unless you're an ancillary character, then you're fine. It pays to be the court yeah. jester sometimes. Yeah, totally. The words that you said, auxiliary, auxiliary. <laughs> yeah, those are totally words I use. All the time. All the time. All the time. Yeah. Um. So, Ron, uh, how did I think of, what did I think about this movie? Yeah. I, I, it, it feels very much like Kajamusha to me. Kajamusha? Kajamusha. The, the ending Kajamusha. Uh, kind of, it just felt like a big battle. I felt like the movie peaked mm-hmm. with the uh, the previous big, beautiful battle. And this was battle number two. Uh, I will say that, as I mentioned in the preamble, I was watching this on the on Prime, and I felt that the transfer on there was pretty mediocre. Um, like it felt, it just, it didn't seem like it had a lot of the detail that I would, I, I know is in there. And so a lot of the cinematography felt weirdly flat. And then, uh, getting ready for this episode, I watched the trailer for the 4k restoration of Ren that just came out and it looks amazing. <laughs> like it looks so good and the, the everything's just, I don't know. I'm kind of, uh, a little annoyed that I did not have that in my hands because it just came out yesterday. Uh, and we had to watch this before yesterday. So that's a, how, that's a uh, how many pixels are in 4k? All <laughs> the pixels. All of them yep. are pixels. Good. They are pretty nice. How it, many bits? Every, everything just like, yeah, I'm not sure what this, what this transfers from. It probably was like a DVD, uh, that studio canal mm-hmm. loaned out to Amazon. And they ripped yeah. it and they compressed it a little bit for streaming purposes. Because I know this is supposed to look, what I think, a lot better than it does. And it still looks good. I'm not going to bury that whole part. But I, for the reputation that this movie has for the use of colors like that, and that's the same with Kajimusha, I feel like, I don't know, it seemed a little, little flat. And then I watched this trailer for like two minutes. And I went, oh, this looks so much better. These scenes with the horses and the close-ups and the actions layouts are look so much better. Uh, just in this trailer than it did in that the whole movie I just watched. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I've never read King Lear, and I often find that the the Shakespeare that I've read is always, the movies are always better enjoyed as movies if I've read the source material. And I've never read King Lear, so I don't know the real beats. Uh, beyond what I'm skimming on Wikipedia, as I kind of went along watching this, being like, okay, so who's this supposed to be? Ah, of course, uh the the Earl of Gloucester, the Earl of Kent, the the Duke of Albany, and it's like, uh, of course, uh, who, uh, who could forget the King of France, the Duke of Burgundy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, those are some of my best my best guys. <laughs> who could forget them? Remember, you know? remember Edmund. Oh, who could forget? Wow, yes, one of the top. And do you remember that remake they made of Edmund with um? Mm-hmm. Uh, who what was William, that? William H Macy. Fuck that movie. Stuart oh. Gordon. 
Great. That movie's so stupid. So, I hate it. It's so good. It sucks. <laughs> uh, well, anyways, <laughs> what about Edmund? Uh, remember him? Yeah, yeah, I remember Edmund with William H. Macy. I didn't like it much. Mm-hmm. Which which character is Edmund in uh, in this? Uh, good question. Maybe he didn't get maybe he didn't get transferred over. Oh no, that's not true. That is um, Tango. It's, it's actually R.J. It is, in fact, uh, the the Lady Macbeth, Lady Kade, uh, Taro's wife, is the Edmund. She in, is in Edmund. King, eh? In King Lear, it's uh, the illegitimate son. Gotcha. Oh, yeah. How, how about that? See, it, it would pay to have read King Lear after all, because I'd be like, of course. I know it's the really it's the Earl of Gloucester's illegitimate son. How could you not know that, idiot? Well, who, well, who doesn't? Is me, what I wanted. Me, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Well, so anyway, well, you're an idiot. Yeah, I know. Well, that's true. It's true. Sure. Um, Sam, so I'm, I'm pretty medium on this movie. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's holding up the streak of how a lot of these, uh, Kurosawa epics are for me. They're, they're just don't, they don't connect for me. I feel like the storytelling isn't as strong as, uh, one would be led to believe. Sure. And, uh, sometimes I, I wonder, I'm like, I think this could have been, uh, shot in a different way to be a little bit more engaging. Which sure. could be blasphemous, but I'm going to stand by it because I don't know. I think it's not a unsensible thing to think. Sure, but I don't Might know. Not be. I don't know, but we can talk about it. Uh, what did you two? Uh, we'll start with Sugarhead because RJ likes to go last. Okay. Uh, what do you that, think that of this is movie? Customary. Yeah. RJ's a coward. Is the problem? He, yeah. Whoa. Um, I like yeah. I like to give the the special guest the time that they need. So sometimes if they want to go a little long, you know, I can I can get my stuff out in shorter shorter fashion. It's the it's the gentleman's approach. Well, thank you. Yes, is what it is. So, um, first thing, there's a lot of people falling off horses in this movie, and I don't think like they were. Like falling onto pads, like I think those dudes really fell off horses onto the ground. It looked like it hurt. Yeah, horses are um, big. Horses are like, really big, and to fall off yeah. of one, and they good. were they were getting like shot off and mm-hmm. falling onto the ground like at full speed. And I just want to say, like that that's uh that's filmmaking. That's, that's de- that is dedication. That is cinema. That is cinema. Yeah. Um, yeah. But no, I I thought that this movie looks great I'll, I'll go against the uh, the Jarrett take on this one and say that I think that the flatness of how it's filmed everything is kind of flat I think that might have been intentional I, I think, think that it is. is I think it's the print I I, I, I agree with sugar I think it I is I think that it's, <laughs> it's kind of storyboarded out in such a way that it's like um almost like a woodblock painting or like a play, right? Like this is a, a Shakespearean thing and everything is taking place in that kind of amid the long shot, right? So you, you've got that going on and it's all kind of in one depth of feel. So to me, I think this movie is shot really nicely. 
I, I would say it's a really nice looking movie. And I would also say that the use of color, um, even though it might not be uh, like an 8K print, uh, it's, uh, I think it's pretty, pretty nice. So like the blood in that one kind of iconic battle scene, that to me reminded me of like a Dario Argento, like that color of blood, that like red paint blood. It yeah, was, yeah, it's very, again, uh, like against, against the gray background. It's spectacular, yeah, it's, right? It's it's movie blood of the era. It's not it's not yeah. trying to go for like realistic, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought it was it was really cool. Um, I also think like in in Shakespeare plays and stuff, oftentimes like the characters that have the most to to say about things are like the the minor ones, right? So, like, in, in Romeo and Juliet, I remember talking about, like, Friar Lawrence, who, like, helps them out to do their little plan and stuff. And I, I think in this movie, the, the character that is kind of... Like, when I watched it, I was like, why, why did they even include this guy um, in the movie? And it's mm-hmm. the blind guy, the Surumaru who they come upon his little hut midway through the movie and he's like go away i don't want to take anybody in and he's blind and we find out that he's blind because of what um what's his name hidatora he like burned down his castle and blinded this guy on purpose and so now this guy lives in a hut outside like way far away so his life sucks because of uh, what this Hidatora guy did. So, like, I, I guess it just kind of illustrates that there's, like, good and bad, more bad than good, I suppose, um, in this empire-type family. So, like, I guess with it being based on a Shakespearean tragedy, that's kind of to be expected, that you would have a not really sympathetic um, protagonist, this Hidatora guy. So, yeah, I, I think that the, the blind guy who at the end is kind of stuck up on that cliff, right? That That's kind of a, a image that stuck with me and was like, well, this is kind of like this guy's whole life is being completely destroyed by these stupid people who are fighting all the time and he just gets caught in the crossfire of it. So, um, that's, that's kind of what I thought about it. And I, I think, um, it's a really like nice looking movie. It's potentially a little long. It is (laughs) a slow burn. I would say to to begin with, I think uh, I'm not going to lie. This was a this was a two nighter for me. This was a this this takes some time to to dig into. It didn't cross the threshold into a three nighter, but uh, yeah, this this took two. Um, So yeah, I I thought it was quite good. 
as far as like, is it better than the other Kurosawa that I've seen? I, I don't really know how to compare it because this is one of the only samurai movies I've seen. But uh, yeah, it, it was it, it was enjoyable. I think in reflection. And Jared has sent me a comparison of the flaming apple from the battle. And I think the colors are just like, it's more muted, like, and kind of grainy. Well, it's, it's like, the, it's completely grainy. Like, yeah. Between the two. Like, yeah. Like, but like, look, Jared, how, look, look, someone, how, look how sharp, look how sharp. Look at, the, the, that could the just be the, that should just be the JPEG the though. No, that, I, I that is his direct screenshot. Uh, yeah, that's a JPEG, though, you know. Oh, so, yeah. Jared's got a real axe to grind here. He's he's really been championing 4K to us because we are the two guys who I think have kind of been like, we don't really we don't really care. Yeah, I but would. Jared, Jared's really trying to make that land. Well, I I, I'm just trying to point movie... out the fact that uh, when we're talking about color, uh, that transfers can be very important here's another uh, couple where it's like these are completely two different sets of colors from two different prints i think they're actually both so one's a let's see here the really bright one is actually a blu-ray and the one below that right beside it it's like a little bit like the white is not bright white that's actually the british yeah yeah but like look at the difference of that like it's not the same but but these are both different releases, and I'm saying that the the version on Prime is mm-hmm. not great. Okay. It, felt, it felt off to me, and I was like, huh. Okay. And I, I couldn't get I couldn't get past it to really enjoy probably how really beautiful this movie looks. Uh, and then like when I saw this trailer, I went, oh my god, this looks so much better. And it's like I shake my hands at the fact that everything's about streaming nowadays, and it's mm. and it sucks. True. But also consider this. I, at one point, watched movies that were shot on video, and I didn't realize that was different from things like 4K. <laughs> now, I mean, that might be saying more about me than I should say, but uh, <laughs> I didn't realize there was a difference because I went, yeah, movie. But, but the question is, RJ, when did you realize that Hidetaro was played by two different actors? Wait, what? No way. <laughs> Are you kidding me? No. <laughs> Almost oh. every movie this since the what what was that movie called? Discrete the, the obscure object uh, of desire. Obscure object of desire. I swear. And I'm not the only one cuz people have openly commented on the YouTube that they also did not realize that those were two actresses in that movie, okay? But <clears throat> I'm pretty sure at one point Howie Mandel was playing Hidatari for a moment, and this was in between when he was uh, on set with Little well, Monsters. He, he had bro- we talked about well, earlier. and the actor playing Hidatari had fallen off one of those horses, broke his leg, and so they were like, "Well, we got to do this scene." So they're like, "We got to yeah. get Howie in. We got to get Howie Mandel in here. He's it's the right, only guy that it's, fits it's, the bill." It's right on the IMDb uh, trivia. Just don't look it up. Yeah, just don't look it up. Don't look it up. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, anyways. Jarrett's a big supporter of 4K. I'm a big supporter of shot on video. Same thing in my books. <laughs> oh, you, you like I, uh, movies like uh, Orloff the Mutilator? 
Like, yeah, that one's pretty good. Was video violence shot on video? It sure was. See, but that's yeah. but that isn't that's, that's the my... that's the intent. That's like what it's supposed yes, to look like. It's never going to look that much yes, better. I don't really need uh, those restored. Uh, film yeah. though, man, when the options there, it'd be good. It'd be nice, you know. Yeah, it, it happens. Yeah, but nice. anyways, so Jared's a little, Jared's a little here. Reese's a little here. Do you got anything else you want to add to that, Reese? Um, yeah, I I don't know, like. It's it's hard to rate this or rank this. I enjoyed it. Uh, it is again uh, a long movie, but I wouldn't yeah. say that it's like that, that really takes away from it. Like, is that your letterbox review? You, you, can, you can drop like I don't know, like a like a four and a half star on it, but you say this is a long movie. <laughs> I mean, I think everybody can see that it is a long movie. Uh, um, yeah, they can check. They, they can they can hit that display on the remote, yeah. and it'll say, "Hey, this is a long movie." It doesn't even tell you the runtime. Exactly. Like, I would love if that was your your gimmick, though. That was your letterbox account. Anything over ninety minutes, this is a long movie. Or, and sometimes this is a long, uh, or this is sometimes a longer movie, but it's not long. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, or then sometimes quite short. <laughs> Not bad. Or right, the movies that are right at 90, you go, just right. Just right. Just yeah, right. I feel a- like... Adequate length. Know, <laughs> yeah. If, if I had to pick things that could be cut out, you know, it is that last, you know, 40% of it, right? Like, I, I feel like the, the climax with that battle, and then... Um, the kind of aimless wandering afterwards, it, it does add to the story, but I, I feel like you could probably watch it and maybe get the same thing out. Um, and the last battle as well between the two sons. Um, and I mean, that ends up with, um, I believe it's what Saburo getting like winning the battle. Um, so yeah, you gotta, I, I feel gotta like finish the story, right? <laughs> It does end rather abruptly for something that's been building for that long. So that's all. Right. It's quite long. <laughs> it's really rather long. <laughs> rather long. Uh, but that shouldn't take away from it. I, I hear you. I hear you. Where are you going to say, Jared? Oh, um, I was just, I'm, I'm actually looking at the IMD trivia. And here's a nice one Akira Kurosawa told Sidney Lumet. He chose to frame a shot because if he moved the camera an inch to the left, the Sony factory would be seen. If he moved the camera to the right, the audience would see an airport. Is that is that trivia? Yep. Well, that seems intentional. Th- that Jared. sounds very trivial. <laughs> oh, now you're now you're crossing hairs, my man. Crossing hairs a little bit. Almost the entire film is done in long shot. And there are only a handful of close-ups, such as when the Lady Kaede is presented with the head of a fox statue. Oh, so, also, the scene that is so awesome is at the end where I think it's Kuragane. He walks into the place where this Lady Kaede is and, like, just pulls out a sword and, like, blood goes all over the wall. Yeah, that was very like, nice. That's pretty cool. Like that—that's a pretty nice scene. That's a, a Tarantino blood squirt right there. Yeah, right. Mm. 
I got another one uh, to try out for because uh, RJ will get to you. Don't you worry. Oh, okay. Akira Kurosawa's eyesight had deteriorated almost completely by the time principal photography began. He could only frame shots with the help of assistants who used his storyboard paintings as guidelines. Hmm. So he was old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, people get old. Yeah. Stuff stops working. You know, you ever been there? It happens. Mm-hmm. It happens. Um, RJ. Yeah. What did you think of Ron? Let me tell you. So I just remembered uh, that uh, Foxhead thing. I knew what that was because, believe it or not, I read Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <gasps> and that is a character in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is the fox lady. Oh, you know. RJ, before we get to you, I think we need to hear from Sugarhead uh, how this movie reflected his own experience of being in Japan. True, true. People want to know. People want to know. Well, Is it accurate? Believe it or not, I did not go to Japan in, like, the 1600s or whenever this was. 16th century, and, uh, give or take. In 16th this century. This podcast is over. We've okay, been missing sorry. Um, been misled. I don't. <laughs> I don't have the in-depth insider <laughs> knowledge of uh, feudal Japan that I know the listeners so desire. Um, you can just start making things up. It's true. Yeah, yeah make it know, up. Like they're not going to know. When when I went to Japan, there were like cool subways and like <laughs> you know um, nice cool toilets. Vending machines. And, hmm. Cool vending machines. Awesome vending machines, a lot of Pokemon stuff, um, roller coasters. It was it was very modern. Some might say like hyper modern. So like no swords, no uh, no samurai. So the police weren't carrying around swords. That's right. Um, Were there any lightsabers though? Uh potentially yeah. here and there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Huge. But huge. I, I don't have a ton of insight on whether or not um, Ron is like a, a theme park now in uh, in Japan. Though I did see that they built that whole castle like on site. Like it's not that's cool. Not another castle that they were just shooting at. But yeah. So I don't know. That's all. That's, that's it. super cool. Well, there you have it, folks. We had a actual Japan expert authority here, and uh, um, my takeaway from that was that uh, we're pretty much right on track with him, even though neither of us have been there. So I think the debate is over. Mm-hmm. We know we know Japan. We got it. No, we know Japan. Uh, oh yeah. Anyways, Jared, you want to hear what I thought of this movie? Yes, please. Okay. Um. So. Ron, uh, as Jared mentioned, we've watched a lot of Akira Kurosawa's. We've watched lots of samurai movies just in general on this uh, this Criterion uh, run that we've been on. So uh, I've, I've had my fair share. It's been a wild Amazon. ride. It's been a wild ride. Uh, I watched the Amazon Prime one, and uh, I mean, I thought it looked good. I didn't have an issue with that. So uh, I thought it looked good, and I mean, I think to quote The Matrix once again, ignorance is bliss. If you don't know there's a 4K, maybe you're just going to feel like this version is fine. That's how I felt. Um, but uh, yeah, I like I like the Shakespearean samurai stuff. Uh, the, we've watched 
probably what like three Shakespearean samurai stories, maybe maybe more than that. Sure. Uh, Throne of Blood. This. Throne of Blood. Is that it? I feel like that. I felt like there was more. Uh, go on. Maybe not. But anyways, Throne of Blood, I liked a lot, and uh, I I actually do like Ron quite a bit. Uh, Ron's a cool movie. Uh, I I do. I think the. I think Shakespeare translates to the samurai stuff really, really well. And I'm not sure what it was like. I don't know if it's just that they were close in era or something. But, like, I think the dynamics with the people is a really clean kind of uh, slide from old uh, Rob English Shakespeare stuff to Kurosawa Japan. Like, it just, I don't know, it fits really well. And uh, like what Reese said earlier, too, um, uh, some of these stories are... These are just things that people experience very frequently, uh, frequently and like recurring. So it's just like, yeah, these these stories are popular for a reason. It's because people see see themselves in this and they see other people in this. And like what you're saying, where uh, the power of some people like can completely like ruin other people's lives. Like that guy who just has no eyeballs and just lives in that shack because it's just like, yeah other people were doing other shit and this guy took the took the hit for them and it's like i get it uh so i i like that stuff quite a bit uh action scenes are awesome uh i do really like so jared sent me the 4k trailer and i was watching it and it was on mute but i the one thing that really stood out to me was um not that it was just 4k but it actually kind of showed it a little bit nicer uh all of the gunfire in like the trees and in the towers and stuff like that, like the all of the rifles just constantly going off, like that looks awesome. Uh, those are really cool effects. Uh, the horse, uh, horse stuff, like those dudes falling off of the horses. There was a point where someone just got hit by a horse. <laughs> like the person was on the ground and a horse runs through them. Horses are enormous, and I think I've been on record stating that I, I, I don't really like horses. My like. My family, like, uh, we have horses, and um, I get really nervous around them, and they can tell when you're nervous, and then they get, like, skittish, and it makes everything worse, and I just, I don't love being around horses just because they, they're fucking enormous, and they will, like, knock your head off if they want to, like, they'll just kick your head clean off your body, and it's just like, yeah, we shouldn't use horses in this way, Um <laughs> But anyways, uh, I like the Shakespeare to the Samurai stuff. I think it works r- really well. Uh, colors are uh, – I like the color pops in this stuff. The action is good. Um, is this the best Samurai movie we've seen? No, I don't think so. Like, uh, we've seen a lot of better ones. But uh, this is a very good Samurai movie, uh, and it's I like the better than um, many of the recent ones we've seen. Well, we ju- what did we do? What was it? A four pack we just Kill. went through. Well, Samurai Rebellion was like that's like more like a, a samurai movie. This is I don't know if this even have samurais in it. That's the thing. It's I mean, not really. It just it's, takes a, place it's a period. Yeah, it's a, it's a Japanese period piece, but I don't know if it falls into like the samurai thing. Other than it's like, well, it's got Japanese guys with swords. It's got to be samurais. I mean, I don't know. It's a weird line. For some people, that'll fit the the bill. Yeah, but uh, no, yeah, I, I like Ron. I think it's a good show. Like I said, is it my favorite? No, but it's a good show. It's pretty good. Nice stuff. Good stuff going on. And uh, I don't I don't think I got a whole lot else other to say than that. Pretty good show. 
pretty, my, my dudes. Pretty good show. Pretty good show. So that's it. That's that. That's that. Masters man. Mm-hmm. Guys, I've been waiting to say that. You've been you've been saving it up. Yeah. It's that mattress, man. <laughs> you guys yeah. want to hear from people who hate Captain Ron? Why not? Who can hate Kurt Russell? He's a good dude. All right. Uh, first of all, we have Balal Pothula. Half a star. Oh, of course. Such a boring film I ever watched. I hate you, Akira Kurosawa. Okay. I hate you. Uh, I mean, they've tasted... Yeah, they hate Akira Kurosawa personally. Uh, um, Taste of Cherry uh, is one of their favorite films. And Taste of Cherry is a good movie, but that's boring too. So, like... um, Not great. This person likes Seventh Walk. uh, Siva Puranam. Amos... Heroes and E2 Mama Tambian. So I feel like those are all boring movies. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> anyways, I know you guys are sorting out some stuff. Well, I, I got, I got, you guys I, want to do. I don't know if you, do you want to read a short one or a long one, Shug? I'll read a long one. Okay. Well, I've got a short one then before that. Uh, Bella Tar is God. More like walk. Because it's slow. Uh, See, that was my thought. Like, if I really hated it, I was going to write something like that. And now it's kind of uh, played out. This person, yeah. Jeez. This is their entire gimmick. So uh, they just rated Shang-Chi, Legend of the uh, Ten Rings, more like Sean Hyperbole. Uh, They just rated (laughs) Venom, more like Anti-Venom. Popular reviews... AI artificial intelligence. They put more like artificial stupidity. So it's a thing that they do. It's a thing that they do. Uh, oh, this is a good one actually. For near dark, they put more like nerd dork. I kind of like that That's one. That one. That, I'm on board with that one. And I also like more. I also like more like walk. It's uh, it's fine with me. I am disappointed so. to see that Gremlins for Life uh, hasn't gotten around to Ron. I was I was really hoping that there were they would uh, somehow they would know that uh, we found them mm-hmm. like because I followed them and I'm sure that maybe one or two other people probably did after listening and I was hoping they they would connect the dots but it hasn't happened yet. Yeah. yeah. Damn. Unfortunately, no gremlins in this one. No zero stars. Yeah. Not a single gremlin. Not a ser- single gremlin, and they might have pointed out there would have been a lot of opportunity for gremlins too, because mm-hmm. there's castles. There's a lot of little like little secret oh, yeah. parts in castles. No. Could have happened. Someone pointed out that Gremlins for Life follows no one, and we're the only That's two true. people who have followed them recently. So they should have figured it out. Should have figured, figured it out. It. Uh, Tim Pullman, take it away, Sugarhead. I got a. I gotta find this. Oh my god! Oh, did you have your own one that you wanted to read? Uh, no, no. Here we go. Tim Pullman, <laughs> one out of five stars. The siege of the castle is the only good scene in this movie. My first Kurosawa movie, and now I really don't have the need to watch other movies of him. <laughs> Man, this was so boring. I had to drag myself through the movie. 
That's T-R-U-E. For a lot of people, amazing. But I didn't feel it. Too bad. One out of five. Yeah. So, uh, this guy... Um, <laughs> Sick. Let's see here. Oh, you're going to do the re- all the, yeah. the whole deal. Good. Yeah, yeah. Can I'm going to... Can you read um, their bio, Sugarhead? Because so, I think that's really important. Yeah, so the bio for this guy is, I grew up with watching movies with my dad when I was young. Oh, God. <laughs> 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 he is a great movie lover, too. How older I got... <laughs> It's good. Uh, how older I got, how bigger the love for movies grew. <laughs> oh, it's wow. good. All right, good. so Tim's favorite movies are Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers, The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly, The Godfather, and The Terminator. So uh, it, the the love for movies grew bigger. <laughs> the older they got. The bigger the love. <laughs> Not, none of those are bad movies, but it is weird that Two Towers is their favorite of the Lord of the Rings movie. Like, I feel like no one has Two Towers as their favorite Lord of the Rings movie. But I don't know. Maybe that's just me speaking. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. I like. Uh, I like this person, whoever Tim Pullman is. <laughs> Pullman. Tim Pullman, you're you're a good dude. You're you're a good dude. I like. I... It. Notably, he gave Venom 2 three and a half stars. Oh, that's pretty generous. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, it's also one of Paul Thomas Anderson's favorite films of the last year. So, yep. Maybe there's something to this Venom 2 that uh, none of us have seen yet. So, I mean, we, we got to get on that. For all we know, this could be Paul Thomas Anderson's account. I think, if anything, Paul <laughs> Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this just, just just think about this that for a moment. This is this is it. <laughs> this is it. Tim Pullman is PTA. Yeah. He said the older I got, the larger the <laughs> film love grew. Whatever. <laughs> Good stuff. And Good one stuff. more, um, Basim Ahmad. This movie is so draggy. God damn it! I wanted to punch myself while watching it from how numb I was feeling. <laughs> It's so overacted that it became devoid of any human emotion, and the war scenes are just a clusterfuck that my eyes actually hurt. It's so boring. Who even gives a fuck about those characters? If you even can call them that, they're radios just spewing dialogue. I couldn't finish it in a single sitting. I actually paused it for three days. I couldn't get myself to finish it till now. Wow. Uh, I don't know. Sugar, if you got it up, you're you're welcome to... Uh... To read I'll, their profile. Uh, one second here. Uh, I'll just read you their little uh, their little bio first. Um, they said art att- or not bio, but their quote: "Art attracts us only by what it reveals of our most secret self." They don't. Pretty wow. powerful. They, they, they pretty don't. Powerful stuff. They don't care for radio spewing dialogue. Pretty clearly. Um. So their favorite films. Include uh, Old Boy, The Argento Suspiria, uh, Inland Empire, and Funeral Parade of Roses. Huh. Interesting. That's a pretty uh, letterboxy user uh, set of. Pretty letterboxy. Yeah. 
Yeah, half star to T10, half star to Dune. This person does not like the modern. 2021 movie. No. Here, here's where we can maybe see something. Have you seen Inland Empire, Sugar? No. No. Have you, uh, have you seen most of David Lynch's stuff, or you know, just a little bit here and there? Quite a bit. Quite a bit. I'd be interested to know what you think because I know Jared and I are definitely the minority. People fucking love Inland Empire, and neither of us liked it. And uh, mm. I mean, Jared and I, we agree sometimes. Sometimes we don't. But one thing that we can agree on is that we don't get Inland Empire. Well, I mean, we don't get why people like it so much. I uh, or maybe I'm speaking for him. Uh, I don't get why uh, people like so it. So I actually found a a review I wrote for it in a Word document. Uh, like a few weeks ago from like 2007. I actually, I was like writing stuff about movies I watched and I think I liked it more then, but I didn't like it at all because the last time I tried watching it, I just couldn't get through it. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah. It's tough. Anyways, that's a tale for a different day. For a different uh, day. When Inland Empire joins the Criterion Collection. And it probably eventually will. I think it will. But Jarrett bought 2000 and uh, just a rock with a string attached to it, which will be my version in 20 years. Those will be the people who cover the podcast. Mm-hmm. I just want to be one of those weather rocks, you know, that just hangs off of like a porch or something. And it's just like, what's the weather doing? It's like, I'll oh, check the rock. That'd be me. That's all I want when I go. <laughs> what? Weather rock. You don't know about weather rock? No. Shit. Weather Rock's good stuff. Can't say as I do. Weather Rock is good stuff. Hmm. Anyways. Well, any final thoughts on the captain? No. Also no. No, that's that? That's that's that. All right. That's that match. Damn. That's another Kurosawa put to bed. Like us, because it's fucking midnight. Oh, it is. It is not. <laughs> well, not for you. You stay up until like 5 a.m. Normal yeah. people go to bed around this time, Garrett. <laughs> that, that is a rock. What is this rock? I don't know. It's weather rock. <laughs> you guys don't know weather rock? Is this, a, is this a TikTok thing, RJ? This is. No, I'm not on TikTok. It's just a rock on a string, and it tells you what the weather is. It's weather rock. This is oh. some real rural stuff. <laughs> Yeah, it's weather rock, guys. <laughs> it's weather rock. Don't know what else to tell you. After the break, yeah, in a Shakespearean uh, conclusion, fitting us, RJ and I are dead, and uh, Sugarhead yeah. will continue to walk the the wastes blinded somehow. Because or maybe because maybe RJ's an asshole and did that sometime. I don't know. But he'll carry he'll carry on the legacy and say, "Hey, you ever heard about you ever heard about that podcast? It was a pretty good show." Mm-hmm. 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 Oh, there's a crazy little shack beyond the tracks, and everybody calls it the Sugar Shack. Just a coffee house and it's made out of wood Espresso coffee tastes mighty good That's not the reason why I've gotta get back up to that 
Style robes, what primary color would you choose? Okay, primary colors. I know this one. Purple. Back of the line. Okay, I got it. My primary color would be Weather Rock. That color. You can email us at criterioncruise at gmail.com. Not a fan of weather rocks. Send RJ a color wheel. I don't know what the primary colors are. Red, white, and blue? Not white. Red, blue, and yellow? (laughs) Jeez. Is it red, blue, and yellow? Man, you should not be anywhere near anyone (laughs) in teaching them things. I I didn't take art in high school. I don't know what the the colors are. Purple. Purple. (sighs) What color is your, your sweater? yellow i know yellow is one of them is it red and blue and yellow yeah red and green and yellow no, no not green blue and yellow makes oh, green. let's keep digging that hole we've got a facebook page we're on instagram we're on letterbox i'm jared duncan he's barnloaf what about you sugarhead what do you go by on letterbox i go by uh my first and last name with no vowels in it so r-h-y-s-h-k-s-t-l on letterboxd you can Don't forget those sometimes why. <laughs> You'll want to hear some like mediocre takes. That's uh, yeah. That's a pretty good show. If they're listening good to this show. podcast, they're they're on board for that already. So you watch movies semi regularly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play. We're on YouTube. We've got a Patreon. Yeah. And after this we That's it. We bid sugar had to do until he darkens our emails again in the future because he'll be back to just rj and i next week with spine mm-hmm. 317 michael powell and emmerich pressburgers the tales of hoffman from 1951 <laughs> well, thank god i was on this episode <laughs> man i've been waiting for tales of hoffman for years and years all time all time classic one of the best. I can feel my eyeballs <laughs> drying. Oh, it's Pretty so good. long show. Pretty, Pretty long, long show. show. Um, yeah, so that's not available on the channel. So good hunting, everybody. You definitely want to check this out. This is a hot ticket. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's something. It's something. It's something. I'll tell you that much. Good night, sweet man. Good night, RJ. Good night, sweet sugar. Good night, fellas. <laughs>